Yeah, been one of those weeks. By the way, this is just the instrumental because I can't get the full version of the song because Jay take all his music off of every platform except for title. So, yeah, man, it's, it's been a rough, rough week for the Jigga man. Very rough. <laughs> Police pursued him. They say you over here Chained playing cuffs that. and subdued him. Talk to him rudely. <laughs> You over here playing the Kanye <laughs> instrumental. <laughs> that, yeah, see, that fits, actually. That fits. Because, uh, yeah, M- Mr. Jigga Man is going through it right now. See, this is our chance, man. We, yeah. we got to ride for Jigga. We do. Okay? Yeah. We've Everybody, been riding for Jigga for a long time, man. Yes. This, you know, this Since is a pro-Jay-Z podcast. <laughs> right. And Beyonce. Now, yeah, and, uh, 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 somewhat. <laughs> so, depending on who we Jay-Z have on. Beyonce, yeah. Yes. We are a pro Carter family podcast and all you niggas <laughs> all y'all out here hating on the king right hating on by proxy the queen as well because you know hate that <laughs> jay-z proxy. is hate that beyonce we notice all that and we mm-hmm. want y'all to know jay-z and beyonce because y'all got ears we standing with y'all well i am <laughs> <laughs> we want to be invited to the next rock nation brunch I do too. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Real talk. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will risk it all for a picture with Hove. Me too. <laughs> like me said. I, I don't know why I just saw you like running, jumping through crowds uh, like a yes. fangirl. Oh yeah, man. I, I just was... want a picture where it looked like we having a deep conversation. I don't even want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sit there and pose with him like you taking a picture with a fan. Something to make your new uh, yeah. avatar on Instagram. Yeah, I want to have my man. arms up like I'm laughing and shit, <laughs> and he laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got his hand on my shoulder and yeah. shit like yeah. Just got some game from the king, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Two kings talking. If only I could share this conversation. <laughs> Funny yeah. thing is, Jay pulled that car with Kaepernick too, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Bumped in with some this can't be life instrumental because of course Jay-Z's going a little bit through it. Um, controversy <laughs> regarding his new partnership with the NFL, but we'll get into that in a minute. A whole lot on the docket this week, man. It's yeah. gonna be a lit show. Yes, Point up in here, right? So let's get to it. Let's man. fucking go. Yes, yes. I'm yes. excited. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. Let's hype up. Let's hype up. Okay. Introductions. Let's go. My boy Figgy. <laughs> Still the hardest working man in radio. Yes, sir. Still doing a damn thing to this day. Yes. Man, what's going on, bro? I'm chilling, man. I'm ready to go, man. Okay. No introduction. Let's go, yeah, man. Yeah, fuck it. Jasmine, you okay? You good? You yeah, good? Everything good. cool? We good. We good. Okay, okay. Let's fuck get it. to the shit. <laughs> now, before we get to all the drama this week, we'll begin with the new releases. Okay, there's a whole lot. And to be honest, we're not going to go through, through them like the way we These usually do. These albums ain't worth breaking down. They really aren't. They really aren't. They're <laughs> yeah. good music, but we're, we're, we have a whole lot to talk about, so fuck it. And plus, they all drop on the same day. Yes. Yeah. So we ain't had the time to listen to all of them. But we'll run through some of the biggest ones and our opinion on it. So, Young Thug dropped, I guess what he's calling his debut, debut album. album. That kind of pissed me That's off, That's annoying. Man. It is annoying. Yeah. We ain't about to see the last of it either. <laughs> Chance did it. He did it. Now, somebody else going to do it. I don't get, like, with Chance, I understood more, I guess, because he had less released. 
But Young Thug is like he's been in the seven, game for a minute. Yeah. Deep. yeah, so many. But whatever, who cares? <laughs> His so-called debut album, executive produced by J. Cole. Album called So Much Fun features Gunna, features the usual suspects, Nav's on there, J. Cole, Travis Scott's on there. Um, what did y'all think about this? Actually, I'll start with my opinion. I like this album. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like this album a lot. Mm-hmm. I was surprised because I don't understand the Young Thug hype. I didn't either. Yeah, same. And I tried. I tr- I remember we reviewed the uh, Young sl- the Slime, Slime Language yeah. album, yeah. and I was trying to understand what people saw in him. The only time I really liked Young Thug was probably during the um, Rich Homie Quan Rich Gang days, mm. and when that ended, you know I thought his music just got too weird for me. Ain't like the Barter Six. Nah, <laughs> it wasn't for me. It was it was the rich homie Quan stuff and the Danny Glover song and that was it for me when he, yeah. when they were living the lifestyle. Yes, mm. that song still bumps, man. Mm-hmm. But um, so I listened to this album with a fair ear, but I expected to hate it. But honestly, and I don't know if it's the J Cole, I don't know what the executive producer does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know if it's the J Cole touch or what. But this feels like a more complete project than what he's ever put out. Yeah, I agree. Um, there are some songs that will stay in my rotation for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them, it's a little too long. Some of them he could have cut out. And let me look at the checklist real quick because there were a couple got of ones. 19 I songs. Really, yeah, 19 songs long. And there was a couple songs. The standout ones for me, I like uh, Bad, Bad, Bad with Lil Baby. I like the song Lil Baby, which doesn't have Lil Baby on it, funny mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> um, Big Tipper, I like Circle of Bosses. Uh, there's a little hot with Gunna is incredible to me. Yeah. yeah, good songs on here. Some terrible ones. I didn't like Cartier Goofy uh, Gucci scarf. He could have kept that. Pussy was whack as hell. <laughs> there was a whack song. I want to say it's called Jump Jumped Out the Window. I understand Young Thug is like this different artist where he has to do things experimentally, but this nigga does not need to ever rap in that voice that he used on that song again. (laughs) I don't know what kind of, uh, what's that jazz singer? I see trees are green. Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Armstrong. Yes. Yeah. He had the Louis Armstrong the voice skies on this. Are blue. <laughs> <laughs> he does not Ooh. need to ever rap with that voice again. Um, he could have left that completely off the album. Besides that, I would give this album a solid B, man. I think this is the best work that Young Thug has put out. I enjoyed it. Think what you think, man. Um. Well, I, I got to be honest, I ain't listened to the whole thing. I got to, like, track number six, which is uh, it's Stop at Scarf. But um, I like most of the tracks at that point. Like, everything was good. I I got to the song Hot with Gunna, and um, I played that song, like, two or three times, yeah. man. Yeah. That song was hard. It kind of reminded me of um, J. Cole Middle Child. And at that point, I remembered like, damn, did he produce uh, executive produce this album? That's crazy that so, you say that. Okay. Yeah. So I um, 
So I checked it out. I'm like, damn, this kind of got a middle child feel to it. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he had some type of influence on all these beats. But um, some of them he did. Some of the like the South Side and Metro Boomin ones, I think, were just typical Young Thug fare. But some of them did sound more of a a J Cole ish flavor trap type. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. yeah, because J Cole kind of stepping into that um, soulful trap type of sound. Yeah. So I I heard a lot of that in the sh- shit in the first six songs. So um, this is probably the most I ever liked the uh, Young Thug project. Yeah. So uh, I I like it so far. I like it so far. It's a good album, man. I have to admit, and I I had to make sure. So I listened to the the Slime Language album again, and I still hate that. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm surprised you wasted your time (laughs) like that, man. That project is awful. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, this I think is his best work by far. Um, it does sound like his album. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm okay with him calling it his debut album since it's the f- most complete work he's put out so far. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. liked it. Um, uh, go ahead. Wait, no, I um I listened to it. I didn't. I got to like track ten and then I wasn't able to finish. But okay. um, Submate. I don't know. Young Thug. I guess I agree with you. Like I don't know what the hype about around him is about. I can't understand him sometimes. Yeah, and I'm more of a conscious lyrical type of rapper like I like to know what you're talking about so I think that's what turns me off from him at times but I thought this album was really good and it's funny that you say middle child it could be hot but when I was listening I was like this sounds like like this sounds like middle child or something was about to come on and then it's like something flipped and I was like I knew I knew I wasn't tripping like I knew it was something there that reminded me of another song but it may not have been I don't know it's something on one track on there reminded me of a J. Cole middle child for sure so i don't know but yeah. um so Submate was not my favorite with yeah. future um i didn't know what the heck they were saying future was on the la di da da stuff like he had yeah. a lot of those lines in there that was just really cringeworthy to me um but the beat was fire like a lot of the production like i said was really good um ecstasy um it was cool the feature that he had i'm not familiar with the young duke or duke somebody Mm -hmm. somebody that he had um i i didn't really need to have the feature but it didn't it was cool like you know it was cool he did his thing but i didn't need it i thought the song was good how it was um hot was my favorite the beat was just fire like the beat was so good yeah um bad 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 was one of my favorites if not my favorite too um the uzi feature i think they sound good together yeah um i think they collab well together and um what else I didn't get too far. Little baby, I was I tried to go back and listen to that, but I think I may have gotten a little distracted. Um I was trying to figure out why he was mentioning other artists. Like what was what was he what was that about? Nah, he was the song wasn't about Lil Baby. Oh yeah, no, but he <laughs> mentioned a few other artists in the oh, song. Yeah. And I and I like I kept hearing that, but I had to like I was trying to go back to understand what he was actually saying. So I may have to listen to that again. But overall, like it, it doesn't say much because I don't I'm I don't stand for Young Thug. I don't listen to him all the time, but I thought it was a really good album to say that you know to get to track 10 i mean there was only a few more left after that but i think he did well and it makes sense because j cole is my fave so yeah. hmm. did, um, uh, did you listen to the um the um the last song with j cole and travis scott i did oh my god that's what i was gonna bring up too i didn't okay. listen to that yeah i didn't even know that was a thing this is another, oh, the london this I, track was 
mediocre to me. Okay, I, I was scared for you to answer that because I'm like, damn, I might not go to that track now. Wait, <laughs> y'all haven't heard this before? Location? This or whatever it's called? Lo- the London? Oh, yeah. No, I hadn't heard it before. Oh, is this was old? a single. Yeah, this was a single. They put that out like early in the summertime. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah, when y'all hear. said that, I thought there was another one. I was like, okay. wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, no, they put the London out a little earlier in the summer and no. they declared it as a summer anthem, but it didn't take off like I thought, like they thought it would. I, yeah, I imagine. It was whack. Ah. <laughs> another whack uh, Travis Scott feature, by the way. We got to call it what it is. We got to call it what it is. I can't agree is. with that one. Uh, I can't. I like that song. I can't agree with that one. He he might be better. I mean, we said the same thing with Kendrick Lamar. His features not that you know popping. His features don't pop out as much either. So maybe he just better in his own lane. The last hit single Travis Scott had was arguably carried by Drake. Let's call it what it is. Well, what about Let's you? Call it what Yosemite? it is. Yosemite is not a hit like that. Let's be real. Not what to what sicko mode was. I'm not saying Travis Scott's whack. I'm just saying maybe we crowned him a little too early. Mm. Maybe we gave him the Super Bowl show too early. Maybe we yeah. got to see how things play out post Astro World to see because mm-hmm. I feel like he should be a bigger name than what he is mm-hmm. considering how well that album did. He uh, beat Nicki. Yeah. yeah. It, also, it, um, side note: Astro World is coming. In November, just so y'all know. Again? Again. Astroworld okay. Fest 2, and it's going to be two days. I don't know if I should be saying this, but oh, just so y'all know. Secret, top secret. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't Travis been Scott announced yet. Information. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't been announced yet, but just she, know that I she know. She got that secret email. Yeah. <laughs> Only the stands know. She bought a shirt, so they gave her the secret email. <laughs> I got a hoodie and a shirt, actually. Oh, man, that was the part that Don't tell bonus. anybody, but Astroworld is coming back. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, oh yeah, you brought up the the future song. I forget what it's called already. Um, to that note about Travis Scott, we've had this similar Sup, discussion. Something mate, yeah, about future. I'm ready to declare future as washed. Same. Really, I'm with you. I, I've tried to hold out. I pushed back every single time. Y'all said he was cold. I waited for the album. I didn't think the album was bad. But at this point, after that verse, I'm ready to say he's done. Mm. I've been saying this. Yeah. Y'all are yeah. right. Yeah. I give y'all your props. Yeah. And to be fair, I ain't want to sit there and say, oh, he cold because he not making a, a, a song like he like had in the past. March Madness. Yeah. And um, even what was the, um, um, the mask um, off? Mask off. Yeah. yeah that was a hit. But um. I, it's, it seemed like he never took it to the next level. Yeah. It, his shit always stayed the same. He stayed with the same formula. Do you and think, I feel like the sound changed at that point. Do you think Mask Off would have been a hit without the beat? Without that flute? Well, that's hard to... I mean, will any song be a hit without a beat? That's a, that's a good you, point. You can't but, really judge by that. But, I mean... I think it was a le- legit good song. It and was. I think the beat play the major part in it yeah with the flute and then having the challenges and everybody like participating in it i think yeah. that's what hyped it that was, song up it was more. a hard beat but um like i said man like he he never took it to the next level he stayed 
I mean, which anybody probably would. It's a lot of people to do that. Nikki stayed consistent too. Yeah. Making the same shit. Mm-hmm. Um, look at somebody like a 50 Cent. He stayed consistent too. He never changed his shit. And um, it just, uh, the sound move on because his, his sound now don't sound like the sound of today. They moved past that. People, you, you got people like Designer who came in, used his sound, made so more than him. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I think his sound is just played out right now. I don't even know if, I think it could be that, but I also think it's laziness on his part. He's just not going as hard as he used to. Pause. <laughs> I feel like he's just lyrically is not there. The melodies aren't there. The catchy hooks aren't there. The whole package is just missing something. I think that his ego has a lot to do with this. It could be. I know you think he's still hurt over Sierra. Yeah, but I think not even just the Sierra aspect. I think that Future has been like the Future have has praised him for so long that he hasn't felt like he has to do anything different. That's true. And I yeah. think that that's a big part of and like even when you hear his comments and stuff, just the arrogance in his comments. So it just shows that it doesn't, it doesn't, cor- it correlates in his music too, as well. Like he probably feels like he can't be touched still. Yeah. So that's why he's not changing anything. That's true. I, I think he, at a point in his career where he, he probably need to try like doing an R&B album. I think he, I, mean, I he think he could. That last, last one was on yeah. the soul and something charts. It went on the yeah, rap charts. I th- yeah. I think, I think he probably need to. Um, I don't, I don't want to say go the sway sway Lee route, but he probably need to switch it up some some type of way to stay relevant because he still sound the same as you know somewhat like March Madness a little mm-hmm. bit just without the March Madness hit. So um, I don't know, man. I think I think he still got his core fan. He still got his fan fans or whatever, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. It's it's the same shit. (laughs) I just think he needs motivation again, honestly. I think when he went on that legendary mixtape run, he was motivated. Um, He was counted out. He went through the breakup, and he was motivated to go harder than he had gone before. And I think the motivation is just lacking now. So I think if he just – if something kicks him in the ass, he'll start rapping like he used to. But until then, I think he'll just start dialing in these flows, dialing in these songs, and we'll but just see, get he what we get. But see, he was hot then too. That's he, true. He was with, he got with Sierra, made her a, uh, a nice little single too. That's true. He, I think, I want to say, uh, did he write for? Be- I think he wrote for Beyonce yeah, around that time. Yeah, so I think he was just on fire at that point. Yeah, now, I don't know where the motivation could come from now, but if people can, I will. I think he was going through a transition where he thought that he was trying, people were trying to make him into a pop star. Mm. And so his motivation was to go completely left from that and do his own thing and pave his own lane. And he did that. And now the motivation's gone. And now he just kind of does the same thing over and over, but whatever. I didn't mean to derail us to a future conversation. No, no, it's all good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, just wanted to bring that up. I do think he's washed now, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, ASAP Ferg uh, dropped a new album called Floor Seats. It's kind of like an EP. I want to say it's only like nine tracks long or something. Yeah. Um, ASAP Rocky feature, but other than that, it's pretty lean. Uh, ASAP Figgy. <laughs> How you feel about this album, man? I like it, man. I ain't going to go through every single song, but I'm kind of biased. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I enjoy listening to ASAP um, Ferg. And um, I think he, 
I think he probably like the most popular ASAP. Oh yeah, out definitely the, out the group. I think he, I think he got way better singles and um, hits than ASAP um, Rocky. Well, hmm. Rocky don't really make. He made some good music, but ASAP Ferg made the. He made shit that bang. He That's true. he made club bangers where or radio hits, and um. I mean, I don't know if Rocky want to get in that lane where he make a radio hit, but I think he more popular than uh, Rocky as far as the music. I, I wonder that. I do think Ferg's music is better, but I don't know. Ferg never had a, a song as big as fucking Problems. Ferg? You rock Ferg no, never had a, Plain Ferg Jane never had was a pretty, song. Plain, Plain Jane, Jane was, was pretty big. Plain Jane was big, but it wasn't that big. He, it was pretty big. He, yeah, he made a lot off of playing. So you think? Man. So y'all not, think, not to discredit Juicy J. I think that had a lot to do with it and yeah. why it was so big. But it yeah. was pretty big. So y'all think Plain Jane was bigger than ASAP Rocky's fucking problems? Look who was Ken on. Drake. Yeah, look, I about to say Drake. Look, yeah. look who was on that. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Yeah, Plain Jane. Who was on Plain Jane? He had the remix and stuff, but yeah. Plain Jane was bigger than I thought because I ain't originally liked that song. I, I'm, I ain't like him sampling that song, mm-hmm. but it kind of grew on me, and I ended up liking it. I guess I mean, I was I was getting ready to say Plain Jane, but but fucking problems was it was he, huge, was huge. Too. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. But ASAP got a lot. I mean, um, um, Fur got a lot more than ASAP to me. Okay, he got Shaba. He got he got all type of shit from. <laughs> Before, so he, okay. he he got a lot of shit that bang in the club. Rocky, to me, Rocky is my favorite, but he don't have that shit that bang in the club. That's, I agree yeah. at that point. Rocky is just like listening music. You yeah, don't, yeah. You don't really he, like party than Rocky. Yeah. He but, have a few songs here and there, but. Yeah. But uh, as far as floor seats, I thought it was a solid album. Um, this this whole e, well, EP was number bangers to me. It wasn't nothing. He was, you know kind of getting in his back it seemed like every this whole thing and play in the club yeah so uh i enjoyed it the song with asap rocky i heard before they put out i want to say uh, um a couple months ago mm-hmm. so um it was pretty good i, I enjoyed it okay the was, uh, pup song yeah yeah Pups, put that out a minute the video ago. was cool yeah and, and that was actually a sample i don't know if you heard that uh ryan but um it was actually a sample that the get get at me dogs with um um, DMX, yeah, DMX, okay. and um, the lots. I, I want to say, okay. So that was pretty much that sample. So okay. it, was, it was pretty cool. I gotta hear the song, the album more. I bumped a little bit of it while we we're chilling up in here. Um, but yeah, Ferg always puts out good music, man. So I'm, I'm sure I like this too. It's good workout music, good pump up music. So I'm looking forward to listening to it. But I'm sure it's gonna be, you know, solid. Um. Quality Control, the label, QC for short, dropped an album called Control the Streets Volume 2. I'll admit, I saw the track list. It's like 40 songs long, and I closed it. (laughs) (laughs) Lil Yachty is on a lot of the album. Um, So I didn't really listen to it. I don't know if y'all took a listen. Uh, I just didn't feel like listening to that many songs, honestly. I I skimmed through it a little bit. I heard the first, I want to say first four songs, Mm -hmm. and then I went to the song with City Girls and Megan. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it sounded like a typical QC type of project. Yeah. It, same formula. It wasn't nothing really different. But um, I didn't go through this whole thing, man. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I ever will. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, this it was kind of intimidating. It got a lot of features, though, man. Yes, a couple City Girls. Features. Meek Mill. Uh, I see Travis Scott on here. Playboy Cardi. So, uh, a lot, like you said, a lot of uh, little, little Yachty. So, uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to get through it. Yeah. <laughs> but, I feel like, it, it, QC seems to be adamant on not letting Lil Yachty fail. They yeah. seem to be pushing him as hard as they can, despite the fact that no one seems to really like him. Yeah. And he can't really make a hit song on his own. He can write a hit song yeah. if the City Girls rap it. But he can't make one on his own. Well, do y'all are y'all fans of Yachty? Do y'all? I like Lil Yachty just okay. because of the whole like following him with the whole Joe Budden and like just seeing how he handled everything. I thought he handled himself really well. So I've always kind of been a fan of Yachty and just his innocence, I guess, that he brings to the table. But okay. um Yeah, I think he's a likable person. I think that makes sense. Like it's understandable. And especially if he's doing well behind the scenes and why not try to keep him, keep him alive in front of the scenes too, if that's where he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. I I think he okay. I like him on features, but I don't think I could take a whole album of your little Yachty. Yeah. I think he, uh, I think he cool. He, he, he kind of, uh, he got that voice where, you know, you hear him on the song and you kind of like, okay, okay. But as far as as far as like a whole album, man, you got to be in the mood. You got to be in the gym or something to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's going to sound a little irritating. Yeah, I'm not really a fan, man. I think <laughs> he's one of the ones who kicked off this trend of the new niggas shitting on the old niggas, too. Mm-hmm. Talking yeah. about he didn't know any Biggie songs. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Goofy stuff. Um, his delivery just annoys me for some reason. I just can't get past it. Mm-hmm. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's a bad rapper mm-hmm. technically, but just his delivery, the way he sounds, just immediately <laughs> just makes me want to change the track. So Yachty or Blueface? Blueface. Really? Yeah. No, I fuck with Blueface, man. I, like I already blue admitted face. on the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I fuck with blue, blue face, man. <laughs> Baby. He called me a couple times where I'm like, okay, okay. And then he just went way <laughs> off the rail. Where I'm like, man. Like he just stopped rapping and started talking. I'm like, man. So hey, Blueface? He got yes. <laughs> Blueface he, does out here. He'd be man. in the rhythm where you'd be like, okay, okay. And then he'd be like, yeah, come on, my black nigga. <laughs> He was like, huh? Like, this motherfucker just went way off beat, way off track. Have you heard Bleed It? Yes. That song is hard. Really? Yeah. I'll check it out. He actually is mostly on beat for that song. Really? Okay. That's where I I figured out he could actually kind of send me rap at least when he wants to. But I like Blueface, man. I'll check it out. I got that rapper ear, man. I feel you. Like, you know, no disrespect, but. You got to be on beat, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, otherwise, I'm going to get in my rapper mode where I'm like, man, who the fuck was the engineer? Yeah. <laughs> he has a song called Disrespectful that's pretty good. Y'all should go listen to. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. On Bleed beat. it. Bleed it. Bleed okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a single, yeah. Um, Other albums that released today. Actually, there was a single, Sway Lee featuring Drake, Won't Be Late. Um... I listened to this with semi-high hopes. I mean, they're both talented, and they're both good at the singing tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I was disappointed. I thought this was generic trash, honestly. It was like a <laughs> poor attempt to make a summertime hit, I guess. But the beat wasn't rocking with me. Just I didn't like it at all. I was kind of surprised how much I didn't like it. Mm. I had to force myself to listen to the whole thing. Um, I, I'll, I don't know if the young kids listen to, man, so I have no idea if this will ever be a hit. But just off the initial listen, I thought it was terrible. I can't even front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your? Did you hear Figgy? What you think, man? I checked it out. Um, it was alright, but I can see what they're trying to do. They they're trying to do a, a, a unforgivable for the summer, mm-hmm. something like that. And Sway Lee, he been using that same formula for uh, uh, I want to say a year or two. Yes, that Caribbean feel type yeah. thing. Yeah, and to me, that sound is kind of. Played out now, man. I don't, I think people don't want to hear that shit now. Yeah. I think the ratchet city girl sound, the uh the New Orleans sound, is kind of in right now. So um, I don't know. I I really ain't care for it. I I ain't care for it. I ain't got. Yeah. That's all I got. I agree. Yeah. Nothing really to say about it. <laughs> um, currency dropped the album. I listened to the first song and it sounded like he was trying to do a trap song, so I turned it off. Oh man! Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how <laughs> I the just album became is. a fan, man. Really? I haven't listened to it. I'm not That's... saying the whole album is bad, but I just know it scared first, you a little bit. The first song was troublesome. Like trap, like it sounded like he was trying to do a trap song mm. with a completely different flow than what he usually does. We don't need that currency. That's we what want I'm what saying. you. We want you. <laughs> we want your normal style. We don't need you to to, to convert. Switch it up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Maybe y'all can listen and tell me if I'm bugging. But I just heard that. I heard the beat and I heard the way he was flowing on it. I'm like, that's not currency, man. I don't know what that is. Man, you kind of scared me, man. Yeah. I'm a, I might stick to listening to Fetty. A current, I mean, <laughs> currency has a lot of good projects, man. So mm. you, if you go through his old stuff, you're going to find a lot of stuff you'll like. Pilot Talk, the, that whole series is really Amazing. good. Amazing. I love I Pilot that. Talk. One through three. Yes. All classics. Yeah. classics. What are you talking about? Weed? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me guess. Weed? <laughs> <laughs> Rolling papers. Oh, that's Wiz Khalifa. Never mind. That's both of them, actually. But, um, so yeah, I, I will give a better review later, but for now, I'm worried. Snoop Dogg dropped an album. I didn't listen to it. I didn't either. But shout out to Snoop Dogg for still doing it. Legend. 60 years old or however old he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. remember the last time I listened to a full Snoop Dogg album. I can't. Shoot, uh, the chronic. <laughs> that was Drake. Yeah. <laughs> this but no, I love the gospel Snoop Dogg. album. Yeah. Being received awards for the gospel album, too. That yes. was a joke, man. <laughs> yes, and he wasn't even there to accept it. Yeah, that was a joke. Yes. Um, and also, shout out to uh, the local legend, Slim Thug. He dropped an album called King of the North. Thugger. Oh, okay. Yes. I was the original Thugger? Bit. The, the original thugger, the <laughs> one who had his whole swagger jack, but that's a whole nother topic. Uh, <laughs> oh, Slim, I didn't think about that. He did, yeah. Uh. The whole when I, when I first heard Young Thug saying thugger thugger all the time, I'm like, I felt a certain type of way, man. It was a lot of people saying thugger thugger though, because what's Papoose was doing that too. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't. To be fair, I don't know who started it first. I'm not saying Slim Thug started it, yeah. but he was a last he was known big for artist it. to do it. Yeah. Plus, his name was Slim Thug, and to go yeah, to Young Thug yeah. and call yourself Thugger. He called himself Thugger. 
Yeah, on that, everything. On everything. Yeah. So yeah. I thought of that was I felt a certain way about that, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I heard a little bit of this album. I thought it was all right. Um, you know, Slim Thug is always gonna deliver. You know what you're gonna get with Slim That's Thug. That's the OG. Exactly. He's just doing it, man. Exactly. He gotta do it, but he's just doing it. Exactly. Yeah. I like the fact that they dropped a Switcher House remix as well on the same day. So mm. I'm a big fan of Chopped and Screwed music, and I like having that option. So yeah. shout out to DJ Michael Watts for still doing it. Shout out to Slim Thug for still doing it. No shame. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Just want to put y'all on that game. So without further ado, let us get into the topics of the week. How does stuff happen this week? And, of course, we will start with our favorites, the legend himself, the GOATs, <laughs> the God MC, <laughs> Jigga Man himself, Sean Corey Carter. Jay-Z is in trouble, y'all. Top two and he not two. Top two and he is not two. <laughs> so I'm going to recap this for yeah. people first. Because, Give us a breakdown. Yes, I will break it down um, in the order of events <laughs> as best I can because a lot of stuff happened in the past couple of days and it got hard to keep up with after a while. So number one, the NFL announces a partnership with Jay-Z slash rock nation. And in this partnership, um, rock nation and Jay-Z would quote consult on entertainment, including the super bowl halftime show and contribute to the league's activism campaign, inspire change. That was it. So when that news dropped, the reaction was pretty controversial. People were wondering why this happened right as soon as the NFL season was about to start. Why is Kaepernick? What does Kaepernick think about this? Was he involved? Mm. All these questions were out there. But shortly after, Jay-Z and the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, held a press conference um, addressing some of these things. And oddly enough, the man who pressed him the most was Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. He was there and he basically asked him, number one, um, why he was doing this partnership with the NFL while Colin Kaepernick was still out of the league, blackballed. Mm-hmm. And if the national anthem was playing now, uh, what his reaction or would he kneel for it? And let me play the video. I'll let Jigga speak in his own words as far as what his response was to these allegations. I thought it was interesting. Charlemagne was the one that got to speak with him, too. Me, too. Yeah. And I was surprised he actually was controversial about it and actually pressed him on stuff. I wish every podcast had the ability to do that. We'll (laughs) We'll get get there. Exactly. So let me let me play Jay-Z's response first. I think we past kneeling. I think everyone knows what the issue is. And we're done with that. You know why we were kneeling? Okay. Do you know the issue? Yeah. Do you know the issue? Yes? We all know the issue now. What are we moving on next? And I'm not, again, so to be clear, for the room, I'm not minimizing that part of it because that has to happen. That's a necessary part of the process because the kneeling was not about a job. It was about injustice. Let me bring attention to injustice. Everyone's saying, how are you going forward and Cap doesn't have a job? This wasn't about him having a job. You know what it is. Now, how do we address that injustice? And to go to Jay's point, uh, we listened to our players. We understood what our players were saying. 
and we created a platform which to help drive change in communities that Colin has raised and that this partnership is going to help us make even greater change. Okay. So around this part, people were getting increasingly skeptical about um, this deal. One of the more controversial quotes that came out too was that Jay-Z actually said that he spoke with Colin Kaepernick before this deal was made. And he said, quotes, I would never tell you what me and Cap's private conversation was about, but we spoke, yeah. And somebody asked if Kaepernick supported this. And then he said, quote, I would never tell you about that conversation, he repeated. And then he said, um, they asked him if he planned to involve Colin Kaepernick. He, Jay-Z said, quote, you'll have to ask him. I'm not his boss. That's for him to say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pretty much ducking and dodging, you know, <laughs> trying to avoid the controversy. But he couldn't because Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend um, saw course. this. And who's pretty much really the only his own, his mouthpiece. Yes. His <laughs> official PR person. The only person we hear any news from how Colin Kaepernick feels about certain things from. Um, she quoted the story about Jay-Z allegedly talking to Colin Kaepernick beforehand. And she said, this is a lie. Colin never spoke to Jay-Z in the NFL ahead of the deal being done. They never included him in any discussion. And she also had another post she put on Instagram. She said it's typical for the NFL to buy different PR looks to cover up their dirt. That's nothing new. But what is disgusting and disappointing is Jay-Z let them use him. Whether Jay-Z knew it or not, and she said in parentheses, I don't doubt his intelligence, so I would think he knew. He helped the NFL bury who he said is an iconic figure, Colin Kaepernick. Don't tell me there is a, quote, master plan and wait for it. Because the only reason anything would ever change is because the people are loud and clear and won't let the league buy their loyalty with their disingenuous moves. The people are letting the league and anyone else who works with them know that they aren't buying the BS. Okay, so things are heating up at this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, do you want to get into a little more? Or can we? Can we? Well, you can chime in on what's happened okay. so far. Um, for one, I think it. I have different opinions about this. For one, I think if Colin had ever come out and and said exactly why he was kneeling and it and spoke up even after the Nike deal and spoke up after all of these questions that we had circling him and what his motivations were I think it would be easier to understand the um what's going on here as far as them not being on the same page Colin I I I understand his his uh his purpose to the cause of the NFL and why we were kneeling things of the sort I under I completely understand the injustice of what he was standing for but at the same time when he took that Nike deal and the Nike is a sponsor of NFL is one of the hugest sponsors of the NFL and you chose not to say anything to the public don't you think that was a little misconstruing to us too about what your message is so how can we like I see both sides here like we Mm -hmm. can't really 
Colin, it's interesting for you to sound off and get, well, your girlfriend to sound off and get mad at Jay-Z, but whenever we had all these questions about what you're doing, no one said anything. So, um, like, I don't know. I just like to put, obviously we don't know Jay-Z, but I, I like to think that he's not a, like like she said, he's not a stupid person. Like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't do this unless he knew that something was going to come of his benefit. You know what I mean? Like, Well, the way she said it, it was more so she was insulting him. Because yeah, I get what she's she, saying. She was getting, he was getting played by the NFL. I get what she's saying, that he's getting played by the NFL, but Jay-Z is, like she said, he's not a stupid person. Like, they, the NFL has tried to play him numerous of times. Why do you think this time was successful? Yeah. I don't think that this time was successful because he's a stupid person. Like, he's not using his intelligence. Like, I, I, I don't think that at all. And obviously... You know, there's a lot of, like, blurred lines here as far as who said what and if he didn't really have a conversation with Cap or whatever the case may be. I think um, I think we can't really – it's hard to – I see what the scrutiny that he's getting because you were so strong behind this cause, but then at the same time, Jay-Z has not done anything to the public eye that hasn't s- said that he's standing for us you know what i mean he hasn't done anything in the public eye that doesn't say that he doesn't have our our intentions at heart like he doesn't have our intentions on his mind that he's not standing for his people so why all of a sudden would he just stop so i i just can't i don't know i just would have to see how things develop i get why he's being attacked because it looks bad it looks bad as fuck like but at the same time we know Jay-Z and Beyonce are not stupid people. They move, they have, they calculate their moves very, 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 um, what's the word? Meticulously. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I or just. Strategically better. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I don't know. I just, that is annoying to me to hear it. Like, you know, I get that that's his, the face of his brand or that's his, he's the face, she's the spokesperson but that's yeah. a, that's always been annoying to me that he won't say anything himself. I agree. So yeah. how can we how can we go and stand with you with this when you won't even speak up for what like you won't even answer the questions that we have. And I could be ignorant and just wrong and not and misinformed, but I just don't to my knowledge I've never known him to actually come up and say what what went down with this Nike deal. Like I've never heard the answers to these questions. So I mean, I don't I I don't know. I'd like to see how this plays out. Jasmine's getting in that Rock Nation yeah. brunch. <laughs> she already got her RSVP in the mail. Let's get yeah. it. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with her a little bit on the um, first point of we not knowing what cap what's the what's the end goal. Yeah. Because when he first started doing it, he had a job. So um, we understand what he was trying to bring awareness, but like, what was the end goal? Like. Wh- what did he want the NFL to do to give him a job? Yeah, or honestly. to or at least to you know I guess stop him from kneeling. Mm-hmm. And now he don't have a job, so now it seems like people doing it because he don't have a job. So you know he never came out and said what um, what his goal was uh, or purpose of doing that for. Now, I mean we know the reason, but like how could the NFL make that happen? Yeah. <laughs> so that that's the part that's the only part that bothered me because it seemed like when somebody tried to bridge the gap, his you know his PR aka his girl yes come out and said no nah, y'all you know y'all trip blah blah blah, but it's like what was the goal in the first place? Yeah, because he had, he was on the team he was the star uh the star quarterback at the time, so you know what was his purpose then? Because it seemed like it switched now. Yeah. It's, it's, now it seemed like they protesting because 
he being blackballed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so it's like if he get a job now, is it over? Well, so that's that's important. Like we we haven't heard shit from Colin about this, mm-hmm. so we don't know what his goal is. But um, as far as the whole Jay Z thing, it kind of seemed like a head scratcher because Jay Z was the guy, you know, telling a, telling Travis tell, not to perform. Yeah, yes. telling people not to perform, and I'm sure he had an influence on Rihanna to um, turn down the Super Bowl and stuff like that. But um, I think the part that got me was I I thought Jay Z and Cap was like connected. I thought they was aligned. So to see Jay Z, you know. Uh, do that deal and Eric Reed which is um pretty I, I I probably um probably say Cap's close man the guy that been standing with Cap from the from the beginning when they not on the same page when he disagreeing with what Jay-Z doing that just seemed kind of weird so I I was kind of I was kind of shocked when I seen all that go down I agree. Um, it's also important to um, make a note of this real quick, too. Um, also, a bunch of people called him out. Eric Reed basically damn near stopped really short of just calling him a straight-up sellout. <laughs> he really shitted on him. He was pissed, too, yeah. man. You could Sean tell. King went in on him. Jamel Hill wrote an article basically talking about how he sold out Colin Kaepernick and his cause. J. Cole... May have been sending Uh-oh. a subtweet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's Conspiracy. Begin. Yeah, it might. I don't. People are saying this is a subtweet or a sub diss. Yeah. I don't know. But basically, he tweeted, "Thank you, uh, Kaepernick. We ain't forgot. NFL let the man work." But it did come out a few days later that uh, apparently Jay Z is moving to become a part owner of an NFL team. That team is not disclosed yet. But it is being reported by TMZ, and I'm assuming this is his team leaking this out to do some damage control. But he is going to have significant ownership interest in an NFL team. And that's part of the reason why he agreed to this partnership. So I also have the thought of, um, you know, Jay-Z knowing these things were in the works when he was telling Travis and them not to perform, knowing that he was going to have a hand in the future of the NFL and maybe waiting, wanting them to hold off and wait until he had more of a say-so in what the NFL was doing. So maybe he was purposefully, it wasn't more so of don't do it. But that's the thing, that's the agenda that was pushed before Cap. Mm-hmm. At the time, so I, that doesn't make sense either. But I was thinking maybe he had like an agenda, like maybe he knew all along that these things were in the works. Therefore, he was trying to keep these people from performing in the NFL under these, under the people that were, you know, treating us badly, knowing that he was getting ready to have something in play as to where it wouldn't uh, be a mockery of our people to perform at the Super Bowl because he would be involved in the NFL at a certain point in time. So maybe he, I don't know. I would like, I just think that Jay-Z is more, I don't know. I just trying to give him more credit than all of the criticism he's receiving right now. And I, I just like to think that th- I want this to make sense I agree. for his sake. I, I have basically, I think both parties are in the wrong in some aspects here. Um, Colin Kaepernick personally, I'm just turned off him. Now I try to support, you know, the kneeling, I still respect the fact that, you know, he basically risked everything and he had no idea it was going to end up like this with him being an, an, essentially an icon. Mm-hmm. You know, he did risk it all 
when he could definitely still have a job in the NFL if he never took a knee. Mm -hmm. I respect that. The things that have happened afterwards, particularly his silence while at the same time doing fashion shoots for GQ magazine, for selling the merchandise for $150 jerseys that are blank with his name on the back, for people thinking that wearing Nike is activism now. Things like this, his commercial, which seemed very branded, certain moves he's made conflict with my with his original thoughts on why he was taking a knee. And I don't know if he's donating all those mon- that money to charity. That could be the case. But it just seemed odd to me. And the fact, like Jasmine brought up, the fact that he never talks um, seemed kind of cowardly to me, honestly. Yeah. You're, 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 you're put, putting yourself up as this great icon. He puts these promo videos out of him working out all the time yeah. as, as, to remind people that he's still out here. Yeah. But... It is. It just seemed kind of more self-serving than anything. Him trying to promote his brand, him trying to remind the people that he's still out here. We know you're out there, Kaepernick. So I didn't like that. The Jay Z deal made me think about a lot of things in retrospect. Um, I'm now wondering, like Jasmine said, if he told Travis not to do the half, not to do the halftime show, if he told Rihanna, if he tried to put this pressure on black artists, if that was all a play for him to have more leverage for the NFL to actually do this partnership, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of sleazy, honestly. Yeah. I don't like the fact that we as a people were being used as leverage for Jay-Z to make to more money. money. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that part. But I also have to take into account that when Jay-Z moves to high places, he helps people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He helps artists out. Mm-hmm. He helps. We've had heard stories of him helping in the background, bailing people out of jail in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen him move to these places and do well for his people. Yeah. yeah. Out of the spotlight. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So while I don't like the fact that he probably did do this for his own benefit. I do believe that this partnership will be better for black people than it would be otherwise. Honestly, the halftime show might actually be lit for the first time since yeah. Beyonce did it. Yeah. You know, yeah. we won't have no maroon five shit no more. That'll be dope. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it really, <laughs> it really means nothing. I guess it's just a halftime yeah. show, but still it'll be cool. And with him moving into an ownership position, that's where the change happens because no matter Roger Goodell can't do anything about the owners. If they're racist, he can't do shit. Exactly. And when people say the NFL is blackballing Kaepernick, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. The owners won't. Nobody they won't sign. Them. Exactly. They all cool with each other. They all on the same page. Yeah. Exactly. The commissioner can't do shit about. It. He, he pretty can't. much. He pretty much the yes man. He, like he, he works do, for the owner. Yeah, he he's the do, face of the. He's just the face of the. He, he got to do whatever they say because otherwise they could kick his ass out. Yes. So, yeah, he just trying to keep everybody cool at this exactly. point. He can't, the NFL can't force somebody to take Colin Kaepernick. So when you say somebody's being blackballed, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, they, there might be a secret arrangement. But honestly, I just think individually they all just don't want Kaepernick. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And I mean, unfortunately, that is their right. He should be playing right now, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is slipping my mind right now. 
Um, fuck, I'm, I'm, oh yeah. So uh, while I'm pretty much okay with the partnership, um, I didn't like the way it was rolled out. Mm. I thought that was a bad look and I would expect Jay-Z to know better than to roll it out like this. There are pictures of him high-fiving, Roger Goodell, smiling, yucking it up. There was no need for all that. Yeah. You could have just announced it and had that be it. It shouldn't even been no press conference to me. It really shouldn't have. Yeah, it should have been a behind closed doors thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the uh, statement. (laughs) Yes. There could have been a private meeting with no cameras, but the pictures look bad. They do, but... I'm learning more and more each day. He may just have to play the game with these certain people until the time is right. But again, what can Roger Goodell do? Like people are not going to, they're not going to let Jay-Z, they know what he stands for and they know who he is. They're not just going to think that he's suddenly, you know, a good old white guy and just say, (laughs) Hey, come into the owner's meeting, man. Come on. We got you, Jay. No, they know, they know what he's about. They do, but. I don't know, man. Jay-Z's not stupid. Like, I, I just. The, the optics were I'm bad. Learning. Yeah. On, from, our, from us looking in, it looks terrible. But I can only, um, like, I can only imagine that he's thought about this. Like, I'm just, because he's just too, he's Jay-Z. Like, yes. I just, I just can't imagine him doing this without thinking things all the way through. I think it might have just been a miscalculation. Maybe mm-hmm. he saw the reaction. It's funny because the the dick ridingness, and I, I love Hove too. I'm a stan, but people were calling him a billionaire earlier oh, yeah. this year. And just earlier this week, XXL put out a story talking about would you vote for Jay-Z for president? Mm-hmm. It was a feature story in their summer issue. Mm-hmm. So the praise for Hove was at an all-time high. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he just thought that it will help. no matter what he did, it was going to look good. And people were going to appreciate what he's doing because he's Jay-Z. Yeah. He didn't realize that people were going to side with Kaepernick here. Yeah. And he didn't realize the most influential people in black media were going to turn on him. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's rough, yeah. man. Yeah, man. And, um, yeah, I kind of agree. And, and I, I don't agree with people calling him a sellout. Because I feel like he he did a lot outside of um, music to not be a sellout. And I get it, he a businessman, and he got some other um, shit he trying to do. But to me, his resume, never he never did anything where we was like, what? Like, you turning on your own people? Yeah. So um, that was a little shocking. But um, the, part, the part that's real interesting to me is um, Cap... Eric Reed and Nessa pretty much like, nah, like I can't believe he doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they was I really thought they was all on Aligned. the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they was, you know, keeping in touch and, you know. I ain't think Jay Z would I mean, he I don't know what he what they talked about. I don't know if Cap disagreed and said, nah, man, don't do that. And Jay Z said, nah, I'm about to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He probably didn't even talk to him for real, I guess, according to Nessa. But um, I don't know. Just that whole rollout was weird. And uh, it showed you that I guess they maybe they wasn't, you know, on the same page the whole time, I guess. Yeah. And that's another thing. I don't think 
Jay-Z does well in interviews at all. Yeah, Press yeah. conference or otherwise. I don't think he, I think he's kind of socially awkward, honestly. And when he gets pressed on certain things, he doesn't really respond in the right way. Yeah. I don't think he, sh- and the, the problem that he made was the same mistake that Travis Scott made. Don't bring up Colin Kaepernick's name at all. If he if he didn't explicitly say I approve of this man, go do your thing. Mm-hmm. Don't because Travis Scott lied and said that he had Kaepernick's approval. Mm-hmm. Then he said Kaepernick came well his spokesperson slash girlfriend <laughs> came out and said that's not true. Now Jay Z does the same thing and then the same, same thing, thing happens. happens. Yeah. So don't even say you talk to him. Don't even say or if you, you could just say, hey, I talked to him. He's doing well. You know, we didn't talk about the deal yeah. or I don't know if he's with the deal or not. But just say it like that. Don't imply that he's cool. Don't use his name mm-hmm. to make it look like what you're doing is OK. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the problem that they both made. Don't even bring it up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised that. He would even do that, like seeing as the whole you just went through this with Travis, like you just tried to tell Travis not to perform. Travis brought like you said, like the whole thing. He brought Colin into it like you saw all of this play out like a couple months ago. So why? I don't know. I'm just really confused behind everything. I am. I'm kind of split, though, too, because um, like I said, I'm not the person calling him a sellout or anything. I feel like we need more details. We got to see what he do. Yeah. Because we have no idea what the halftime show would be. Mm-hmm. It might be freaking, it might not even be a, a, a real Beyonce performance or nothing like that. It might be a bunch of people <laughs> with um, shirts on or something like that, praising, you know, the people, or not praising, but honoring the people that was killed by cops. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. It could be anything. So I don't want to jump the gun or nothing like that. But um, I don't know. I, I just think we need a little more details before we call him a coon. <laughs> or no, it's too out. late, man. It's too late. It's already yeah, out I'm there. The, yeah, <laughs> I, people see the headline and they yeah. like, ah, coon. But um, I don't know. I, I think if he did get the, I mean, I, of course he probably got the bag. But um, I think, um, it, like I said, ain't no telling what he going to do with that money. He could be, you know, giving that money to some of the families or something. So, you know, a lot, like I said, a lot of people jumping out the window, and it's kind of like, oh, I mean, it's, it looked bad, but it's Jay Z. Ain't no telling what he gonna do. He he never, to me, he never came across as the person that went out for himself and kind of turned his back on, you know. I guess the black community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, it's still kind of shocking, but I. I kind of got some type of faith that he got some type of turnaround. So, um, and then the other thing is, um, um, I I mean, I don't think he going against what Cap stood for, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think, I think he kind of, um, I don't know. I think he, I think he more focused on bringing, uh, awareness to, whatever yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know man this, I yeah go ahead i agree um and i have to bring up too because i also paid attention to nessa's wording on her initial tweets um it sounds like she was more upset about the fact that kaepernick was not involved in the discussion slash deal mm. than she was about the fact that it's happening which makes me wonder if kaepernick 
was offered this same type of thing or some kind of inclusion? Would he just take it? As an NFL owner, though, can Jay-Z not bring Cap onto his team, whichever team that he's getting ready he, to own? I don't think he could be like a strictly 100% NFL owner. Uh-huh. Because what they were saying was like half owner, right? A significant inch ownership interest. There's no yeah. telling what that means. That could be 10, 15, 20%. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, like I said, unless he had the whole team where it was his and he made the final decision on everything, like a like a bomb in there or something like yeah. that, I still don't think he got that much pull to, <laughs> I guess, get Cap on the team. Nah, he doesn't. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, because but, that was that was my other thought, too, with yeah, the whole like, ownership. When I seen the whole ownership, the first thing I thought was that he's just doing this to kind of cover it up a little bit. Yeah. But... I was thinking, like, damn, maybe he got a plan to, you know, get on a team somehow and sign Cap. But it still don't make no sense, man. It's it's not the NBA, man. The NBA, yeah. the NBA, the players run the league, and the owners kind of feed into the players. They kind of do what the players say. Like, people like LeBron, Harden, <laughs> Westbrook, they got so much power where the owners – can't really do anything about it. they got the only thing they could do is support it. Yeah. The NFL is told it's it's like the opposite. They could cut these players and never sign them sign that person again and keep them out the league. They got that much power that the money not guaranteed. So players ain't about to take a stand because they could be out the league. So I don't see I don't see a owner, you know, signing with Jay Z on signing cap. Exactly. And honestly, I'll be honest, man, because I always thought that um, Colin Kaepernick was just trying to call a bluff a little bit. I don't know why he still wants to play in the league, honestly. I don't think that that's to me like I I get that that's his job. Like that's what he loved to do. That's what he um, people dream to do that. But after they've treated you like this, why would you want to go back and play? That's what I don't understand. That's why I don't understand what his whole motivation behind this is, because at this point, why would you would you even play in the NFL if they offered you like and because I feel like it would kind of be the same situation as to how you're scrutinizing Jay-Z. If you Mm -hmm. go back and play for a team that clearly didn't want you there. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think, well, I think it's more so he has nothing to gain and everything to lose if he goes back to the NFL, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Because let's say he goes there and he plays well. We already knew he was good. He went to the Super Bowl. He, he was a great player at one point. So we already know he's good, a good yeah. talent. If he goes there and stinks it up, yeah, that'll give everybody fuel to be like, the, see, it the, wasn't about the kneeling, it wasn't yeah. about race. It's because the endorsements gonna go yeah. away, yeah. and people will lose. So why he's a bigger name than football right now, honestly, in terms yeah. of social issues and all that, the icon status he's being propped up with. People yeah. are putting up there with Martin and Malcolm. I don't agree with that, but whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But people are putting him in a area where it would only disadvantage him to go back to the NFL. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, um, like he was, he, I wouldn't even, he would, I don't think he was nowhere near like an Eric Reed. Honestly, no. Eric Reed, I feel him going back to the NFL, getting yeah. that check because you know, you got to take care of your family and he, you know, he's still standing. He's for, still well, kneeling. Yeah. And he's still in the league. Yeah. So. He, he got to make that money, but Kaepernick was a superstar. Yeah. At that, you know, at that time. 
and he you know he got his little contract and um got his Nike endorsement deal so that's the part uh, I don't know that's the part like why would you want to come back to that I don't get that's it that's like coming back to the shitty job yes. that you know that treated you shitty go get CTE yeah, it's like, why would you want to go back, man? Like, you might as well, you know, stay on this road to, um, you know, protesting and yeah, standing up for, for what social you change for. and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't no get point why. Of going back. And I've always theorized that he knows he's not going to be in the league, but this is how he keeps his name relevant. This is how he puts pressure on the league anyway. And helps his brand, but I don't know. I don't want to yeah. assume the worst of people, man. I, I'm trying to get better. And see, yeah. I, and see, I kind of get that. I, I understand putting pressure on the league, but sometimes it seems like it's a little more than that. It's more about him, yeah, than the actual, I guess, cause. I hate to say it, but it's looking that way, man. Because I yeah. sided with him. I argued with ESG on the then called ESG and Rocket Show a whole lot. Now Swinging Bang Podcast, by the way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I wanted to believe that he had the best intentions, but now I'm a little skeptical. Uh, last point, Jay-Z got to cut his hair, man. I'm <laughs> sick of Jay-Z's hair. I'm sick of Jay-Z's hair. Same. I'm sick of the way the Yankee fitted don't even fit over his head no more. Yeah. Because he, he, he black. He trying to show... These I don't know what these baby dread things are. Yeah. Looking trying to look like Basquiat back in the eighties. Yeah. You got I'm tired. I'm tired of the hair hove. You got to do something with it. Yeah. Do something with it. Cause I, I'm getting sick of looking at it honestly. But other than that, you know, yeah, it is what it is. So this was the biggest story until this whole Jay Z thing popped off. So let's get into the whole. Nicki Minaj, Queen Radio slash Joe Budden podcast thing that went on this past week. So Nicki Minaj, and I suspect she has a new album coming out soon because she usually does these Queen Radio shows on Apple Music when she has something coming soon. And somehow, coincidentally, all the drama seems to happen around that time, too. So Nicki Minaj does her queen radio and surprisingly she invites Joe Budden, Rory and Mal, 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 Jamal, I keep saying (laughs) Mal of the Joe Budden podcast to the show. Now, what ensues is basically Nicki Minaj just yelling at Joe Budden. She brings up the motorsport thing um, and she kind of focuses on that. Joe Budden said on a episode of everyday struggle with DJ academics that Nicki Minaj did not know that Cardi B was on motorsport when she recorded her verse. Mm. And, uh, she focused on that the entire time. She was adamant on calling Jay-Z, um, Jay-Z, Joe Budden, the liar. Joe Budden could not even really get a word in because she was screaming and playing drops and doing all this crazy stuff. She cut his mic off. When she brought up the fact that he said that she's on drugs, he said, don't act like you ain't popped a fucking pill in your life just because you're on Apple Music. (laughs) She got really upset and she cut his mic off. And that was pretty much the end of his. Well, uh, to be fair, Rory and Maul were on the podcast. (laughs) We're on for another five to ten minutes talking with Nicki Minaj about her other projects or whatever. So that same day, uh, 
Nicki Minaj appeared on the Joe Budden podcast. It was released a couple days later, but it was recorded on the same day. Nicki Minaj uh, did an Insta live of the first 30 minutes or so. Yeah. And that was also controversial. She was doing much of the same. She was only stayed there for about an hour and the entire podcast was about two hours long. Yeah. So she basically reiterated the same things and y'all all heard it, so I'm not going to... Well, I don't know if y'all all heard it, but you can... Go listen. Check, check out the highlights. <laughs> it's a good interview. It's a good interview, and it's drama-filled and has a lot of juicy tidbits and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So let me get y'all's reaction on the Queen Radio thing first, and then we'll go into the Joe Budden podcast. Uh, what did you guys think when this whole Queen Radio drama popped off? So Queen Radio, um, when I first heard about Queen, I think y'all may have been the people to tell me that it was even going on. And Mm -hmm. I was under the impression of, well, I was wondering why the heck they would allow this, like Joe Budden, why he would walk into this setup. Like, why would he walk into um, knowing that she is the way that she is? Like, why, why did he even set himself up for it? But then I forget that they are friends or I don't know if friends is uh, friends may be a strong word, but he mentions cool. yeah cool. he mentions all the time how they do have convers you know outside conversations outside of the, um what's going on in the industry, but uh, I was just very like um without the without knowing that she was getting ready to go on his show, I was very confused as to why he allowed this to happen <laughs> like why. He allowed it to happen. Why he even set himself up for it? Like him, her cutting off his mic, her like not even allowing him to talk. It was just, it was a lot. And I'm starting to learn. Like I just maybe just don't have a feel of Nicki Minaj's personality, which I can understand because she's been a character all her career to me. Like she has, I've never been in tune with who she is as a person. And now like throughout these interviews, it just said, she's just a person that I just don't care for. (laughs) She's not like, this is just her. Like she's not, I don't think she's being ugly. I don't think, I think this is just her personality and I'm just not a fan of her personality. Like I just wouldn't want to be friends with her on, on like if she was a regular person outside (laughs) on, on the street. But I, as for them, I just I feel like Ma and Rory on her podcast, I um I get that Joe had just been escorted out or whatever the case may have been. So maybe they were trying to keep it cool and just keep the episode going. But I think they were very passive aggressive. Like they let her walk all over him on both episodes, in my opinion. And I just Ma, to his defense, he's always been a, a barb, but mm. I just. It's just, it was almost cringeworthy to hear them, like, kissing her ass the way that they were. Mm. It was very, like, annoying, honestly. And I didn't want, like, it didn't have to be a combative interview back and forth, but they were definitely doing a lot of ass kissing that I didn't think that she deserved, especially seeing as um, they were very aware of how she's been acting these last, you know, throughout this Whole Cardi debacle. See, Jasmine, you're not getting invited to the pool party now. <laughs> I know, man. You took you, a picture with Mo. Yeah, you did. <laughs> they propped you up. Workout girl. Workout girl. Gave you a name and everything. <laughs> it's fine. I'll have my own. But That's cold. Oh. I just feel like I wasn't here for that. I wasn't here for that. Like, I, I, I expected more from them, honestly. Okay. Cool. And they just, you know... They just didn't give me what I was expecting from them. All the shit that they like to talk and like mm-hmm. the the fronts that they like to put. Not even necessarily fronts, but just who they seem to be as a podcast. 
cohesively as a podcast outside of this go round, they didn't give us this with, when it came to Nikki, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like the honesty. You still invited to the Rock Nation brunch. You just yeah. not going to the Joe Budden pool party. But it's that's cool. All if good. I'm at the Rock Nation brunch, <laughs> yeah. then You'll me and Rory anyway. can make up then. Yeah. Because he'll be there too. You. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Fig, what do you think about the whole Queen radio thing? Man? Uh, when I first heard about it, um, I heard that Megan was supposed to be on there. And, you know, I ain't really think nothing. I ain't, yeah. You know, I really don't tune in to Queen Radio anyway. So I ain't really think nothing of it. But then I started seeing a lot of tweets and a lot of posts, uh, um, people mad because Joe Button was on there. So it was more like, what the fuck is Joe Button? Don't nobody want to hear from Joe Button? So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I do. <laughs> like, let me tune in. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I tuned in and... um. I thought it would have been the perfect... At first, I was thinking, like, damn, I'm shocked Joe is on here like this because that's her that's her neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. So she can do whatever the fuck she want. And um, I kid you not, man. He just... To me, he looked like he shouldn't even been there. Yeah. Um, she called him out on a lot of shit. Um, the part that kind of irritated me, she would, like, grab a little clip of him saying something yes. and stop it. And be like, you said that. See, you just said that. And he trying to explain, you know, because there's more after the fact. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't even explain himself. And she like, no, you said that. You said that. So he ended up saying something else. Like, so your verse wasn't. So was your verse a shot at Cardi? Mm-hmm. And that she just kind of lost it then. She yeah. like, play a song and, and went to break and all this other shit. They so, didn't make her answer anything. Like they didn't. Yeah. They let her get away with I it. I just hate that whole vibe because it's it's not like a radio station. Yeah, it's like whatever the fuck she want to do. Mm-hmm. So she in there bullshitting around, and if it's something, if she get backed up in the corner, then she tell her DJ to play a song, and <laughs> and she take a break. Or I don't know what the fuck they was doing, but it was a little irritating, man. Um, me personally, I like a a good. I, I love debates. Mm-hmm. I like when people give, I mean, say what they got to say and let the other person speak. Yes. It was one-sided the whole time, and it made Joe Button not look good. So, um, and, th- and then once he left, you know, I, I knew it was going to happen. Joe Button got a history of walking out of interviews. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wasn't surprised he walked out. But um, I was a little surprised that uh, the other two stayed. Yeah. So you know, I was wondering what the fuck they was gonna talk about because she don't, she don't really know them like that. They not celebrities or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was more of them interviewing her. So it was about the oh, when's the album coming out? And oh yeah, you know I've been fucking with you from the beginning, mm-hmm. and you know I'm from New York, so mm-hmm. it was to me it was kind of you know. It was I, I still listen, but it was pointless of listening at that point. Yeah. Because it was just straight up ass kissing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, at first I was upset with them staying because it kind of looked corny. It's like, it, it felt like when you get it to, when, when the dude get into it with his girl and he take off and you're like, man, fuck that nigga, man. That nigga tripping. Man. <laughs> yeah, you right. And all this other shit. That's yeah. what it felt like. But then I thought about it. I'm like, damn, like it made sense for him to stay stick around at least. Because if all of them left, that would have looked bad on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And they they all would have looked like chumps. 
So um, I guess in this situation, it was just Joe being Joe. So it kind of, um, I ain't going to say it saved the podcast or nothing like that, but it made it, it kind of, it kind of put the heat on Joe more. Saying, yeah. oh, yep, that's Joe. He, he always do that. But in this circumstance, I don't think it was Joe being Joe. I think anybody that would have been a screamed at like that would have equally walked out. So I don't I really think like we know how Joe Button is, yeah. but I don't think that that's fair to say it was just Joe being Joe because she was attacking that man yeah. and wasn't yeah. allowing him to speak. So yeah. I, I don't think it was a case of him just being like the Joe Button that we know. And it really bothered me that. He allowed her to play off of that. He allowed that to be the narrative because I don't I don't agree with that. Like, I don't think that Joe was just like we know how he can get. But it was it was rightfully so that he walked out. Like, look how she was treating him. Mm-hmm. I, I think if anything, it kind of uh, that situation. I mean, Joe is the butt of all jokes. But if anything, I, I think it kind of made her look bad. Yeah, because um, he couldn't say he couldn't say shit. And he wasn't he wasn't yelling at her. He wasn't being disrespectful. And she was the one cutting his mic off. He also mentioned it too, like on on his show. I can't remember when, but he he said while she was on there, that's why it was important to let you talk. Like I can't remember what he said, but mm-hmm. I knew it was like underlining meaning to what he said because I yeah. knew like I know he probably knew that she made herself look crazy ultimately by the way she was acting but i i can't remember what line he said something but and i watched the video and saw like his expression too so you could tell like he meant like there was more to what he was saying yeah so yeah, yeah. what you think man so um it, it was a few things um number one i'll be honest man i do like Nicki minaj me too like i do like not even just on the music. I think she's a funny person. Mm-hmm. I think she's cool when she wants to be. She got. She kind of got that cute personality. She has a. a she bit. has a fun personality, man. Like yeah. while I was watching her Insta live before the show started, I was cracking up, man. She's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, if she's acting okay, like she would be cool to hang out with. But when she goes crazy, of course, you want to stay away from all that. Um, my thing is, she's smart enough to. She knew exactly what she brought joe budden there for she had an agenda from the beginning oh yeah and she focused on three things she focused on number one motorsport number two saying that the meg the stallion insta live was planned mm-hmm. and number three saying and she drugs. was on drugs and none of those are really that important except for the drug thing which is probably true but she never got too far into that she cut his mic off before she responds to anything mm-hmm. so she had and this is what i hate that people who are bad at arguing do they don't understand context they just are hammer you on one single thing and yep. if you try to open up the debate they say no what do you say here like they focus yep. on that one thing you said death. yes yes but they don't get down the line or yes. how you you know why you said yes or and, and, and did he said yes yeah. but joe was smart too because he knew yeah. if he admitted he said that if he said yes but she would have said okay you said it okay you okay yeah let's move on let's move on let's move on so she knew what she was doing there exactly mm-hmm. and w- another thing that annoys me that i've experienced with women who are yelling <laughs> at me they they lose all energy once the argument is done, because you'll notice when they came back from break and Nikki was done yelling, she had nothing to say. Yeah. 
Yeah. She was like, okay, the ball's in your court now. What do y'all want to talk about? Yeah. And, and it was Joe weird. Was just, yeah. yeah. It was over it. It was dead silence. Like, Maul and Roy weren't saying anything. And Joe was just he, like, he I like, don't even want to be I here. I didn't come here to talk to you. Exactly. Yeah. Joe had nothing to say because he knew he wasn't going to get a word in edgewise. And Nikki had nothing to say because all she wanted to do was yell at him about three things. Yeah. And when she was done, then that was it. All of the things that helped um, turn the public against her, apparently. Yes. All of the things that, and I don't know, like you said, those things weren't really important. So I don't know if those were the ones that got to her the most. But it was just very, that's why I didn't understand their meaning for being there. Like they should have known this was going to turn into a, a victimized Nikki situation. Yes. And you're the reason why everyone is not fucking with me right now. When that's yes. not necessarily the reason. The the crazy part about it is, to me, this was like, um, to me, I kind of look at it as like Bill O'Reilly mm-hmm. and Obama. Yeah. They didn't like each other. Mm-hmm. Bill, uh, um, Obama would not come on this show. No. No matter what. He knew what it was. He knew it, it would have been a setup if he came on that show. This is like Obama coming on Bill O'Reilly's show. Well, to be fair, Obama did go on the O'Reilly factor. Did he? Yeah, he did. He did have an interview. I don't know if it was his show, but he did have Super, an interview the Super with Bill Bowl? O'Reilly. Was yeah. it the Super Bowl? I think it was. Yeah, something yeah, like see, that. Nah, it that, wasn't the same context, but he nah, still did. It, yeah. yeah, it was more of a just a sit down interview. Yeah, it wasn't his actual show yeah. because Bill O'Reilly he he'll do the same thing Nikki was doing. Yeah, he won't let you talk. He'll talk over you, and then he'll say, "Oh, we got to go to break." Once he started getting fucked over a little bit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that Super Bowl halftime interview, it was kind of, Bill O'Reilly couldn't really get in his bag like mm-hmm. that. But um, anyway, I, I I think the more fucked up part about it is the their podcast, the Joe Bun podcast, support Nikki more than any other platform I know. Yeah, they talk, they broke down her album. Mm-hmm. They liked the album yeah. when a lot of people said they didn't like it, and she brung up. Only three things that I guess he said about her. Yeah, it's like she never really said, "Oh yeah, thank you for supporting me." All this other shit. It's like she brung up all the negative shit. Yeah, she brought so, up everything that she's still insecure about that, right now. Yeah, that's the part that kind of bothered me. Like, and, and that's that's one thing the barbs do too. They don't bring up shit that you you know that other people brag about yes. when they come to her. They bring up any other little negative shit. And that's what she go on the rant about. Where it's like, damn, bitch, I've been supporting you all this time. Exactly. So that's, she wasn't there yeah. to talk about that or make them look good. She was there to make herself look good and right. get their fan base, you know, some yep. validation, I guess, that she finally got the guys that were talking shit about her. Yeah. Yep. So I, it, it, I think it made more sense because I, I wanted the same thing you did, Jazz, about mm-hmm. why they went there knowing it was going to be a setup. Yeah. And apparently Joe even said swap before, swap. yeah, that, you know, she's going to yell at me. But then we found out that it was a swap situation where mm-hmm. he did you her do show. Shit, I do your she shit. would go on a Joe Budden podcast. So it made more sense there. Yeah. So I'll talk real quick about the whole controversy about Maul and um, uh, Rory staying on the podcast. I didn't think it was that bad that they stayed. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like Figgy said, I understand, you know. That's him. Y'all got into a fight, but you know, y'all 
Maul and Rory, they not, they had nothing to say that whole time. So yeah. why not stay and finally get a word in? Yeah. But the way they went about it was very ass kissy. It was very boring and dry. It was, I'm not saying you have to stand, you have to echo everything Joe Budden said, but at least play devil's advocate and say something like, Try well, to see the where reason, he's coming from. Yeah, yeah. Say, well, Joe said this, maybe because you were acting like this at this time. They didn't bring any receipts on Nicki Minaj at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she brought them all for them. Yeah. yeah. So that was disheartening to see. I didn't expect anything from Maul, but Rory. I wanted him to have a little bit more backbone, I guess, because, you know, Joe's his boy and he's more controversial at times, but nothing there. So Mm-mm. whatever. So let's fast forward to a few days later. The Joe Budden podcast comes out featuring Nicki Minaj um, two hours long. She's there for an hour. She harps off on a lot of things, a lot of subliminal you know, this is in there. Mm-hmm. If you listen closely. Oh, yeah. She also teed off on Rick Ross. When they asked her who's better between Game and Rick Ross, she uh, talked about how Rick Ross mentioned her on a song, talking about uh, how he told Meek not to trust her. And she said, well, you text Meek after we met with Obama. And it's uh, you, you can listen to the whole thing and see. Basically, yeah. she called him a fat motherfucker and told him to sit his ass down. <laughs> so a whole lot went down here. Um, not as spicy, I guess. Nobody got up and left. But there was yeah. still a whole lot of yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Still a whole lot yeah. of yeah. She, and she did tear into Roy a little bit. Yeah. Because he pressed her a little bit more here. A little bit more here. Mm-hmm. So I know y'all listened to it. What did y'all think of the part two of the battle when Nicki Minaj joined the Joe Budden podcast? Uh I wanna know. Well, first, I wanna start and ask y'all, how did y'all feel about her? doing exactly what we know that she does and what everybody talks about her doing and calling the barbs on Rory, even though obviously it was a joke and she was playing at the time, but I still felt like that was distasteful for the simple fact that, um, and I think Joe called her out on it too. I don't know. I think somebody called her out on it too, but mm-hmm. like just the simple fact that you use your fan base to bully other people or to yeah. attack other people. That's not that cool. All the time too. That's yeah. not cool. Like yeah. there's nothing yeah. about that. That's cute. Like, I think that is so ugly and like you shouldn't have any fans if that's what you're going to do to, to hurt other people or get other people to feel a certain way just because they don't agree with you. I that agree. was so annoying. Yeah. I, I, I kind of felt the same way too. I, I thought it was funny that, she went on a rant on how she was bullied for twelve yeah. straight years, and she and then turned around and said she she calling the barbs on Rory for um for trying to make a damn good point to me. He yes. never got to yeah. So like even though she probably was joking around, she, it show you she do that shit often. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that wasn't just a joke. She just popped out. And to clarify, Rory was basically saying because she was going off on how um. You know, people just say things and lies and it hurts people, even if they're, you know, insignificant to her. It still hurts and uh, it's bullying. And then uh, Rory came out and said, don't you think you're feeding into it by replying to it somewhat? And then she went off on him and Mm -hmm. said she would start a rumor about him and see how he feels about it. So, yeah, yeah, that's how that whole thing started. Broomstick up the ass. Yeah, that was very weird and random. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. 
Um, well, how did y'all feel about her going into the whole tangent of you don't know how what it's like? Like you don't know what it's like to be de- um, in this spotlight. You don't know what it's like to. I feel like that is the underlining meaning of Nikki's hurt. Like I think all yeah. of that conversation. I that is a best part of the conversation to me because it very showed like it showed that she's human and that that's what she is struggling with right now like as much as she wanted to say um and i could be wrong or i might be misquoting but uh as much as she wanted to say like you know you just speaking up for other artists i think she was absolutely speaking up for herself at that point in time because that's how she feels and we know that she pops pills and we know that she like we know over these courses of months that she hasn't been i I can imagine she hasn't been in the best space so i that part of the conversation was more appreciated to me because at least she brought it up she brought it up very randomly and out of nowhere so that's how it made me that's what made me feel like this is clearly something that she's going through right now so that um that i was i was thankful that they that was brought up and discussed because even during the time of the nikki stuff i would joke and play but i was like somebody gonna check on nikki like but seriously like check on her because i can imagine like we can only imagine how it's like to like deal with all that all the time but then the energy you put out there is the energy you receive so yeah that's true yeah i think um i don't know i kind of felt sorry for (laughs) when she started saying that Mm -hmm. because we forget you know celebrities are humans too yeah and um you know it's easy to say you know uh block twitter out don't look at the mentions and don't search your name stuff like that me and ryan was talking about that earlier on you know people saying crazy shit on social media and you can't help but to look at it or Mm -hmm. can't help but to feel a way about it and i can't even imagine like nikki was on top of the world (laughs) at one point for shit 12 straight years or yeah. whatever 12 straight 12, 12 straight years and now like you know the moment moment cardi b pop out with bodak yellow now people just you know in the snap of a finger people just switch on her yeah, yeah. so you know i can't even imagine how that will feel you know being the most liked person to the most hate hated person so I, I mean, at that point, I kind of, I kind of felt sorry for her a little bit, and um, I, I think I became more of a Nicki fan as a recent, okay, than uh, I did before when you know she was the only hip hop art, uh, female hip hop artist. So yeah, but um, I kind of felt, I kind of felt there on that, but uh, like Jasmine said, the energy you give out, you know, that's the energy you receive. And, yeah. You know, you start seeing a lot more people moving away from her. You see, um, I, I I don't know if he was her manager at the time, but um, Fendi, mm-hmm. he um, got away from her and started working with Lil' Kim and started shitting on her a little bit. So I don't think it was a thing because he was working with another female artist. It's probably the way she was acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when he finally got away, it's kind of like, man, she on some bullshit, blah, blah, blah. That happened a lot with Nikki. So, um, if it was probably I mean, the way she act on the podcast is probably it's probably ten times worse <laughs> behind the scenes. Probably. Probably. So, yeah. yeah, so you know, if if she paying you, you can't you can't really do shit but accept that. But once you get away, then it's kinda like, man, fuck that, man. I'm going over here. Yeah. So, um, but like I said, I, I kinda felt sorry for her a little bit. Mm. I think and going to that point, 
Um, she mentioned something in the podcast that I believe because she's been saying it for a while and I'm a conspiracy person. I believe it too. She believes that, and she, she didn't outright say it. She tried to make them say it, but she's kind of alluded to it before. She believes that Atlantic has basically pushed an agenda to get Nikki out of here Mm-hmm. And put Cardi in her place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's done this through having people not work with Nikki and Cardi have people. And basically the issue is that I believe this actually happened. I believe that a- Atlantic did put pressure on people to play more of Cardi B than Nikki mm-hmm. to have relationships with Cardi instead of Nikki mm-hmm. and to not in to say, if you have Nikki on your show, you can't have Cardi or something like that. I believe that I can agree with yeah. that too, or believe yeah. that. Yeah. Too. My, the problem is though, is that she thinks whoever criticizes her is part of this Atlantic scheme to get her out of here. The fuck Nikki movement or whatever she calls it on the thing. The hate train. The hate train. The hate Nikki train, whatever she called it. She thinks whoever criticizes her, whoever doesn't fuck with her, whoever says anything negative is part of this. And some of it is honestly just the way you're acting. Yeah. You're way too paranoid, maybe deservedly so in some cases, Mm -hmm. but to assume that everybody who doesn't like your music or something you said or something you tweeted is out to get you is just absurd, man. (laughs) It really is. And unfortunately I think she built her entire identity as an artist off of validation from other things. As far as most sales, most platinum records, most hits on the billboard. These are all things that are very commercial. And I wish Cause they kind of pressed her about this as well. Like, would you ever do just a straight rap album and not try to do a pop song? And she said, no. And the reason why is because the pop singles and the hit singles are too important to her. Mm -hmm. She brings all that stuff up every time people talk about, you know, or question her at all. She's like, I had as many platinum records, all this stuff. And that's why I think the whole Grammy shit she talks about is fucked up too because she only shits on the Grammys because she don't have one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if she had seven, would she still think that the Grammys is corrupted nah, and she'll fake? she'll be praising them Grammys. Exactly. And yeah. that's that was the whole controversy behind, I think it was the VMAs that year whenever she was upset or um, going at her and Taylor Swift had that back and forth. She told Miley was good. Like that was the whole narrative behind why she was upset at that because her Anaconda video wasn't the one that was nominated. So that's why she was taking a stand all of a sudden for women of color and this, that, and the other. So I, I agree. I can agree with, um, or can, can see what you're saying about the Atlanta pushing the agenda, but at the same time, like like we said, the energy that you put out is the energy that you receive, so why are they trying to push you out? Like, why all of a sudden is it a fucking Nikki, Nikki train? Are they tired of your attitude and tired of how you treat everybody when you're around? Uh, are they tired of you being a bitch and thinking you control everything? Are they tired of you not letting people talk? <laughs> a, <laughs> like, a little column A, a little column B. I think they realize that there can only usually be one mega female hip hop star for whatever reason. And they want Atlantic, the record label wanted to be Cardi. Yeah. And they knew when she started getting hot that this is their chance to push Nikki out and have Cardi supplant her. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what they tried to do. Because who is Nikki on? 
She is on uh, Cash Money Records. I don't Universal? know whatever there. Universal, I think, I might be the parent company. Oh, but okay. Yeah, it's not Atlantic. So, um, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really have a whole lot else to say, honestly. Uh, well, I, we will, we will bring up the disappointment of the Joe Budden podcast during the yeah. Joe Budden podcast. So let's touch on that real quick. Um, I was disappointed that. I understood why that Nicki Minaj was going to act like she was going to act on a queen radio, but I expected so much more from the Joe Budden podcast, man. Me too. There was a little bit more pushback, but ultimately they all kind of sounded like friends and fans and Nicki Minaj was still getting her shots off. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of subliminal disses that were not picked up by anybody during the podcast and then were talked about after she left. There was a lot of, I meant to ask her about this, this, and this after yeah. she left oh, meanwhile I yes but i ain't say, I, yeah, oh, I just yeah. how alone, they broke babe. down the whole ross thing yeah, that was annoying yeah. because i didn't catch it at first and, and then joe I, did neither and i'm like what yeah. was wrong with joe was he high was he drunk yeah because yeah. he usually picks up on stuff like that mm-hmm. it, now to be fair it kind of it kind of threw me off. i had to rewind it like four or five times yeah i tried to listen because again. i thought i missed something and um like i said the first time when she uh when they asked her which was a stupid question who was who was the better rapper between Game and Ross? Yes, uh, she mentioned how um, nah, don't ever mention somebody who always got to mention a woman in a song or something like that. Game do Game yes. do it pretty often. He mentioned people wives. He mentioned Kim Kardashian. So I thought she was talking about him. Yes, and then it went from that to uh, we was meeting with Obama. Yes, so I'm like, huh. So I, I just got told, and then she said, fat fuck. Yes. <laughs> or whatever she said. So I had I had to rewind it like four or five times. And I realized she was talking about Ross. Mm-hmm. But they got so quiet, and yes. somebody asked, oh, who was the better, uh, what was better between cash money and your money? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, damn. Yes. Yeah, sorry to cut you off, but. That's fine. It was, man, it was a bunch of irritating shit, man. Like. I felt like whenever she get pressed and they they throw a curveball. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't throw a curveball. They throw like a little softball. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, like, like we work in radio. When somebody get tight like that, man, and you need answers, mm-hmm. you got to keep going, man. Because at this point, she on a platform. Yeah. So she walk off. She going to look exactly. like the bad person. She yeah. going to look like the one that couldn't handle it. So don't soften the questions up. Don't ask who was her top five dead or alive rappers. And then like the the tone of those though, like you could tell like I don't think that they I don't know. It's weird because I kind of felt like they were just trying to like soften what was going on, but at the same time, I think that they were very conscious in doing it like like jokingly, mm-hmm. like because they knew this was some bullshit. Like to be asking her, so I felt like they kind of like. Was being sarcastic in a sense. I think they was. I think they were scared yeah, of her that, dude. Yeah. So they didn't want too. to piss her off because she. I think she's known for you know threatening people. Mm-hmm. She threatened um, DJ Self, mm-hmm. which is the reason why Envy stopped playing her songs at mm-hmm. that time. So um, I think she was good for that. So once she kind of get loud and get you know mad, 
you notice how they was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And then, um, what about this? They try to think of something easy to answer. Yeah. And can we address the DJ Envy? Like, after they... T- Did y'all listen to the whole episode, or y'all mm-hmm. just kind of ended after Nikki? Because, um... DJ Envy did call. Yeah, afterwards. how DJ Envy called. They talked to DJ Envy, and then Maul was like, that's so phony. Da-da-da-da. And I thought that was shady as fuck. Like, not shady, but I thought that just showed... He not gonna stand. He not a real one when it comes to calling people out on stuff. Because why didn't you say something when it was happening? Yeah. Why did you wait until they got off the phone to say that they were phony for even talking to DJ Envy? And same for Nikki. Like, why didn't you call any of this stuff out whenever you were in the middle of the interview? But you waited until after the fact to bring up all this, all these topics. Uh, I, I'll okay. Going back to the Nikki thing real quick. Um, number one, I understand. They can't treat Nikki the way Nikki treated her on her show. Yeah. Of them on her show. Yeah. Because that would have been seen as bullying, as men jumping on women. See, she's smart. She knew to play the victim card when it worked for her. Mm -hmm. So when she already put out the narrative that you guys are just angry men that bully women, suddenly that takes the energy out from them. And now it's hard for them to press her without looking like they're living up to that. Yeah. But that being said, there were numerous shots that they just let sit there that they didn't catch on to. And I think Nicki Minaj came there with an agenda to shit on several people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it annoyed me on that, that platform. she had to. The Ross thing, number one, she brought it up and then brought it up again. Yeah, I forgot about because that. Because nobody <laughs> asked about it. So she yeah. brought him up out of nowhere again mm-hmm. and yeah. actually called his name out because she's like, I think she was even surprised they didn't catch that. Yeah. So yeah. she brought it up again. The Grammys thing was a clear shot at Cardi B where she talks about how pathetic it is that somebody has so many Grammys and is not on anybody's top 50 list. Yeah. yeah. Nobody in the room asked who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's Cardi B clearly. And then when she talks about how Joe Budden hangs around weak women and that's why he bullies That people. was annoying to yeah. me. That was so annoying to hear. Like, you know, you can make your other points, whatever, but to 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 tell them that they are just men that bullies women that that's annoying. Yes, that's annoying to create that narrative when they are not those people at all. Like you, you get there are men that w- do bully women, and that's I don't think that's fair to put that on them when they don't do that. I don't yes. think that they do that at all. And if that anything, was, they up women, they big up women a lot of the time. I, I think a, a little too much at times. Yes. Yeah, where it's like, damn. So I, yeah. I, that was annoying to hear her go on about them being a bully and being bullies. And after thinking about it, I realized that was probably a shot at Remy Ma. Oh yeah. Because they do the state of the culture show oh, on yeah. a weekly basis. And for her to just come out of nowhere on three occasions and, and say, say that you hang around weak women all day and think you can just run over women. What weak women are you talking about? Yeah. Sin Santana gone. That's what I was thinking too. So, I was like, maybe she's talking Santana. about Sin, but why Sin would she be gone. coming at Sin? Yeah. So it had to be Remy Ma, and then Joe Budden just let that. He pressed it a little bit on there, but he didn't actually say any names. But so. I think he knew better. Yeah. yeah, I think he, I think he knew not to do that because Remy don't play. Yeah, yeah. I think well, he knew better than to open that up. I mean, oh, if she's man. shooting shots, yeah. you just got to... Remy just had her a whole baby is. and she off probation. She don't need that. I, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think she need to say nothing else, no matter what. Man. Nah, she really doesn't. Yeah. She really doesn't. But um, I was so disappointed, man, because 
I felt I felt like they did a good job with Chance the Rapper when he was on. Mm-hmm. They uh, well, he pressed him a little bit on the whole um, independent thing. Yeah. So I thought it was gonna be similar. I'm not saying he he he's supposed to be yelling at Nicki or nothing like that, but he could have they could have played the whole calm thing and let her you know interrupt and all that other shit and just kept going with it. Yeah. Like no, but no, you said this and you know, they could have kept going all type of ways and you know they would have looked like the better people. They she was on their platform and they was just like catering to her the whole time. So. The only thing I could think of is, you know, they probably was a little intimidated by her, 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 her fiance, I guess. So they just ain't want, ain't really want no smoke. I don't, I don't know if it's that. It might be that, man. But I also just think Joe presses who he knows he can press. He presses Chance because what's Chance going to do? Honestly, he pressed Lil Yachty because what's Lil Yachty going to do on his own? I'm not talking about QC, but on his own. Like, he's just a nice guy who just be chilling out and yeah. doing music. So yeah. he presses people he knows he can press. But when he's against somebody who's just going to yell as much as he will, he'll suddenly become the quiet yeah. one. Yeah. So and, and too, I mean, is. she was a woman, too. So I, yeah, he wasn't going to go all in. But it was other ways. You could, you, you could press a woman without disrespecting her. Yeah. And I mean, you, you could let her yell all you want once she stopped and say, so... This Cardi ver- that that verse wasn't about Cardi, or yeah, he could have said that. You yeah, man, they could have addressed a lot of stuff, man, and it just flew past. Yeah, it it I think the part that irritated me most was it was just like, oh yeah, because you know, you, I think you're the best female yes. rapper out there. They were all on her dick. When's the album coming? And yeah, ooh, ooh, tell us who's producing it. Yes. And that, that's the part that was irritating me, man. Because I mean, I mean, as much as I want to hear a, 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 a genuine Nicki Minaj interview, at that time, like, wasn't a place until yes. I guess maybe at the back end of the interview. I agree, man. There was a lot of wasted time on an already short interview time you had with her, but what it is run what it is. was better between yeah. Cash Money and Young, Young money? money? Who cared? Like that—that's a question you ask on a slow week where nothing else is happening. You don't ask that question. You ask that question to like Birdman, I guess. No, nah, I mean that's I mean, more. Le- yeah, I guess that's more legit to ask her. I mean, ask that. Yeah, you know I mean? and like, you could tell she was even bored by the question. So yeah, like I ain't want to hear waste. no. I mean. I'm not taking her answer as gold. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that she was, was an artist signed to Young Money. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pointless, pointless waste of time, but whatever. Um, <laughs> that being said, I know it sounds like we're shitting on both these interviews, but the Joe Budden one is actually pretty good. So I recommend yeah. people take a listen to it. You might have a new perspective on Nicki Minaj. So, yeah. Yeah, I kind of like Nicki, man. To it. She, I do too. Yeah, like mm. you know, it's <laughs> I don't know. She she a little to me. She a little sexy. Her voice, the sometimes the way she talks, it's mm-hmm. like okay, like yeah. I, I can see myself being cool <laughs> with her and shit like that. <laughs> like I don't know. I kind of like her. I like, <laughs> I like her, too, her a little man. more. Maybe I don't know if it's because everybody hate her, and it's kind of like oh, she's not that bad, but. I think her personality, as fucked up as you think it is, is a lot better than Cardi's. Honestly, let me, I gotta be real. Like Cardi, <laughs> Cardi sounds That's a hot take. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, because For Cardi, sure. Cardi is like the lovable person. I like in the public. Uh, yeah, Cardi, Cardi <laughs> comes across as like just fake as hell. 
when she talk like she I don't I want to say she's fake, but it, it's kind of like a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it don't really seem like a real person talking. She just sounds like a person doing an imitation of Cardi B at all times. Like what what you think Cardi B is going to say is exactly what she says about <laughs> everything. You know, and then they had her interview on Bernie Sanders. I'm like, why? Oh, I didn't even click why? Yeah, man. I didn't see that. I just honestly, if I had to choose somebody to hang out with, even though she probably insult me and whatever, I would probably hang out with Nikki over Cardi. Yeah, because I, I, I was kind of thinking like Nikki, Nikki seemed more legit. Like, I felt like she wasn't mind hopping in my Jeep Compass. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, going to an interview or something and like Nicki that. Nicki Minaj at least make you laugh. Yeah, she said. Yeah, she mm. seemed kind of down there. Cardi B's jokes are, oh, I gotta take my tampon out, or fucking, I gotta, <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta take my wig off real quick. Hold on, that, that's her over whole. Here. I'm just letting y'all here, talk. Like, uh-uh, and hey. I'm just. Hey. I'm just letting y'all have it because oh, I don't oh. agree with any of that really? at all. Nope. Really? Nope. What What do you think makes Cardi more attractive, so personality wise, than Nicki? Cardi has been the same way and personality wise since she's been out or since I've been introduced to her. Nicki, I don't know who Nicki is. That's why I said earlier, like now through these two interviews it, I can understand this is just Nikki like maybe I just didn't know Nikki as a person she's been a character her whole entire career to me so I I mm-mm. like now I know who <laughs> Nikki is based on this and how she just how she is but Cardi she's been she's been personable her entire career to me and that's you know, what made her that's what gave her the career because she was so personable you, you and know herself what, you know what Nikki is Nikki is a typical New York girl yeah like I I, I knew a couple of New York girls and they act just like that mm-hmm. they loud they don't let you get a word in they call you all type of bitches and niggas and <laughs> fuck that and all to me she's just a uh, typical New York chick and uh <laughs> Yeah, that honestly, she might be just a typical chick, because there's a lot of chicks that act like that, mm-hmm. that won't let you get your word in if she and if you do something and like, oh no, you said that right, you said yeah. yes right, and they, they cut you off and all type, they won't let you argue. To me, she seemed like that typical chick. <laughs> But with money. I can't be with no girl that sound like Tony Montana, man. I just can't, dog. I can't. <laughs> the she act, sound like Tony Montana? The, she, the, the, the act, the thing, it just seems like a gimmick to me, honestly, man. I'm like, do you, Nicki Minaj at least talks like a normal human being when she wants to. But Cardi B, the way, I, I just can't. I, 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 I'm i surprised I'm alone here. But yeah. just, she's yeah. annoying it's, as it's hell to me, man. I can, see, I can see what you mean, but like, far as the public, Cardi looked like the more down-to-earth person. Uh, I just, she do, I, she funny, she... Um, is Cardi funny? She All these jokes, not to me, <laughs> but, <laughs> but she's the most down-to-earth person. Like, like you said, yeah. I need to take my tampon out. Yeah, that's you just don't hear this, Nikki doing that shit. Yeah, that's just fucking nasty, man. Nobody, yeah. that's not... <laughs> she, that's what I'm saying, she down-to-earth. She probably uh, I guess fart you in that, front of people and do all type of shit. That's fucking and nasty, people dog. relate to that. If that's down-to-earth, then I want a fake-ass <laughs> bitch, man. I don't care, dog. I don't want no bitch farting in front of me. Um, <laughs> so let's get into some what a bro knows, y'all. Let's let's mix it up a little bit now. Um, Jasmine, I believe you had a question you want to pose to the panel. Um, 
I'm not ready. I got okay. I got to think about it again. Okay, so we'll, go, we'll we'll put a couple things first. Um, number one, um, actually, let hmm, should we go Bumble or the text thing? Mm. Let Let's do texting because I'm already hyped up, so I could focus my <laughs> energy. So, Jasmine, we're having a conversation, uh-huh. and usually when we do, I get mad at something you do or something you say. <laughs> Uh, it's just common nature at this point. So we were, we were talking and you mentioned that you got the number oh. of a man who was in close vicinity to you at some point where you were at. I'm being intentionally vague Yeah, no, here. I, fuck, I fucks with it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so <laughs> at this undisclosed place with this undisclosed person yes. during this undisclosed thing that happened. Uh, you got this man's number. He had been talking to you for a while and you got the vibe that he wanted to get your number. And eventually he finally did ask for it. Yeah. And he texted pretty soon after you got his number and yes. this bothered you. Okay. It, did? it didn't bother me that he texted me very soon after it bothered me of the freak. Like, okay. To give you backstory, there was a conversation that was had before the number was exchanged mm-hmm. and it was more so him, like, I guess trying to fill me out and um, asking the question or just kind of, like, commenting, like, yeah, I just really hate when people, um, you know, they don't text back or they don't text frequently and they try to say, like, I'm just busy or, like, you know, I'm super busy. And he was like, no one's ever that busy. Like, you can text <laughs> back. Like, you can send a response. And I'm like, yeah, like, I get that. But, I mean, I guess depending – even then I said depending on their occupation, I guess, it you know, it just kind of probably depends. And he, mm-hmm. he could agree. So – the time I ended up giving him my number when he asked and he texted me pretty quick. He, he texted me like right when the shit, ha- like still in the room together. And I think that, yes, <laughs> that, I have a problem with that. That's weird. So wait a minute. Wait a so minute. You're wait, right. so, wait, so you're wait, right. Wait, wait, Sorry, wait, wait, yes. wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 wait. Because when you get somebody's number, uh-huh. you have to text them right then and there so they know it was you. No, th- of course. No, that. The initial text that that happened when we were exchanging numbers. Okay. So that's fine, but when I'm still in your presence and now you're trying to have a conversation with me, I think that's kind of weird when we could just be talking in person right now. Just so he like was we like were. right next to you and he texted you on your phone right yeah. then and there. To, say, to start up doing? a conversation. <laughs> I can't remember W-Y-D. what he said, but it was just <laughs> like. We could have just continued the conversation. Like we we didn't have to te- stop and text about this. Like we're oh, okay. still in our in each other's presence. But after that, where I started to get annoyed was that um, he was texting so frequently back, and I I think it was more so like me knowing that we had already had that conversation, that previous conversation, and knowing I wasn't texting this man back um, because I was busy during the day, and he was like. When I would respond, he would respond like within a less like quickly, and I'm just like, dang, I can't sit here and just talk Wait, to pause, you. Pause, pause. Why is like, that a bad thing? Because I can't. I I think it was the pressure of me knowing that he had already said these things to me before, and I'm like, in my in my day, I'm not gonna sit here and just have a conversation with you. Like I can't, okay. I can't sit here and 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 keep this conversation going with you. Like I have to do work. Like I have stuff to do. So like whenever I would text back later. It, I would either feel super bad for texting back and feel like I'm always like explaining myself when one, I don't have to explain myself to you. And two, like, no, I just don't want to do this right now. <laughs> like, I just don't want to do this right now. Okay. So eventually 
Rocket told me that I had to text this man and tell him. Well, he texted me whatever day I ran into Rocket. Like, we were talking. Mm -hmm. And he had texted me during the day, and I didn't say anything. And Rocket guilt-tripped me and told me that I needed to text this man. So I finally did. And I was just like, hey, um, work is really busy. Like, this isn't a good time for me. And he was like, well, I would really like to, like, you know, I understand that. I would still like to, like, try. And I was like, oh, I don't think this is a good time. Okay. And that was it. See, that's all you had to do. I mean, I did. You, yeah, yeah. After <laughs> I guilt tripped you into doing it by explaining I did it. You how this I man would have done feel. it eventually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I probably would have done it eventually because okay. I felt I, I think it was a lot of me too, just knowing like I'm not gonna be what this man is probably looking for. Like, okay. I'm not equipped for this. Yeah. Okay. So to bring this into a grander question to ask everybody, and I think we talked about this before, but fuck, we could revisit it. Texting after you get somebody's number and frequency of texting. Do any of these things bother you? Um, does frequency of texting? I, I'll be honest. I text back pretty quickly mm -hmm. just because, you know, I don't. If I have a response in mind, I might forget it by the time if I put it on my phone. If I just leave it for a few hours or something. Yeah. So I like to text back pretty quickly. I don't know how women take that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that comes off as desperate. Yeah. I guess like you kind of felt this dude was. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like he was desperate. I don't. I, I wouldn't say that at all. I just know, even like from in, like being around each other these so many for so long, and then even the conversation that we had before, I could tell that he was looking for a lot. He was looking for something serious. Yeah, like and you super are too, serious. Aren't you? No, not, not right now. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, ghost ain't walked through that door yet, so that's why. Uh -huh. But uh, Figgy, what do you think, man? Do you think well, how do you text? Well, back when you were single, yeah, back in the day, <laughs> back when uh, Nokia had the flip phone, sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how often? What, what did you have any text rules for texting a girl? Did you ever say, "Oh, I gotta wait"? <laughs> before I text her and I gotta make, act, act like I'm busier than I am before I text back nah nah I um I mean I would just text back and forth man like it wasn't no thing where you know I'm I'm like nah I can't text too quick because she gonna think I'm thirsty or something like that yeah but um yeah I just I mean I just text back and forth I think the problem is what used to scare me was when you first text that person and then they text back and they all serious, like mm -hmm. uh, where they hit you with the oh, how many kids you want, and you know little stuff like that. When they, <laughs> when they, when they <laughs> no, when they get real serious, where it's kind of like man, like mm -hmm. I'm just trying to get to know you right now. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want you to explain to me how you want to do with money. Yeah, or you know, like I'm trying to get to know you. I ain't trying to, you know. Remember that um, episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. With uh, Vivica A. Fox, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. To me, like a lot of people, a lot of people run into that person, the one that, oh, how many kids you want? Oh no, you can't drink milk. Yeah, that's, you know that's fattening, mm -hmm. or you can't do this. Where they just go off the cuff. Where Will was like, man, I just want to, you know, dance. Like I don't want to do nothing else. So um, I think that's the scary part of it. But um, as long as you, I mean, as long as y'all consistent, texting, trying to get to know each other, yeah, I don't, I don't really see nothing wrong with it. The, the crazy part about about it with women is, women will um, say you too thirsty if you text back too quick. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
But then they then they turn around and say, "Oh, he don't never test back." Yep, yeah, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, or he, he with another bitch. Yeah, or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if it's an official time you should test back, but uh, uh I don't know, but I think like if I were if I had the like the availability to keep up a conversation, then I'll text you back. I've been known to be in text conversations with people, but at the same, like lately I'll just leave it on red. Like I'll leave the, I won't even open it so that I can go back to it later to text Mm -hmm. them. And like most of the time, if people, depending on who's texting me, I know who's texting me for something like right then and there. And I know who's texting me to have a conversation. So I think it's better for me to just text them back when I can have the conversation versus texting them, you know, right then and then not texting them back to who knows how many hours later. I think that's more like rude than not answering at all until, you know, answering hours later and then being ready to have a conversation if you can versus nothing at all. Yeah. And then, okay. um, what else is that? Oh, and to to like to my defense, this guy had a whole child too. Like, so what? But no, but he wanted me to meet his child. I don't what? even know you, sir. I think I okay, think that's yeah, strange. That's a, that's a little, yeah. I, I think that's, that's little... yeah. No, I don't like that. I wouldn't do that with if I were in that situation. I would never introduce somebody that I'm trying to pursue and date to my child I without it being serious. May, like maybe he wanted to make you feel comfortable. Mm-mm. Maybe that he ain't, wanted that doesn't to make show me you feel comfortable. Really? No. You meet a strange man out in an undisclosed place with no other what well, if he had his son there, you might feel like, okay, it's a nice family environment. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's true. I don't okay, That's fair a, enough. Yeah, to me I ain't like I ain't trying to meet nobody kid first off. Yeah, yeah. no. I, I think, you, we talked about this yes, before on the podcast. Me. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I no, I don't. That's a little weird. We man. haven't even hung out. Like, I'm not even giving you the text conversation during the day, and you already want me to meet your child and hang out with you and your child? No. Do, do you think it's a must that he mentioned he have a child, that first conversation? He did. Okay. He he did, you and think I, that's I appreciate a must, though? that. Okay. I don't think it's a yeah, I do think that's a must. Okay. I think I, I appreciated that, that. That's a tricky one, too, because mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to come off as that person trying to push your child to, you know, somebody else. But yeah. I've had it look bad if you don't mention you got a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh, he ain't, yeah. no, he ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. I've had a guy tell me that he had a kid before, and then I kind of stopped texting him. But then, like, we re-visited like visited the text conversation and like revisited like talking to each other again and then when i asked him about the kid he was like he started laughing he was like what are you like what are you talking about and i was like you told me you had a kid and he's like no like i was like do you call your dogs your children he's like yeah and i was like what like no like i know i'm not going crazy is this a white guy no oh okay that's weird (laughs) yeah no i have dogs not called i don't call that little nigga my kid yeah so i don't know like Ash tries to tell me that I was texting two different people, and I'd have been. I'm confusing the two. <laughs> no, have but, y'all ever got somebody confused like that? Texting yes. somebody and thinking that, it was yes. one person. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I used to do that all I, the time. I, I did that one time to the point where uh, we was about to meet up, <gasps> and I'm thinking this this fine ass girl. <laughs> I think like, okay, I finally got her. And come to find out, it's this one girl I was already with before, and she wasn't. And she honestly, she wasn't all that. Yeah. Well, but when she she told me to pick her up from work, so I'm like, oh, I'm about to take her to the house. Man, when she walked out of there, I'm like, 
Oh, that's her. <laughs> Damn, man. You I, like, went, I, I you was so disappointed, man. Huh? Oh I thought you God. meant like you sent a text to the wrong person by mistake, but you no. legit. Until you picked this person up, you yeah, thought it was somebody I, else. Yeah, because it was that's somebody. Crazy. It was somebody with the same name. Oh wow! But um, one was like a um, one was a little. T- the one I wanted was you know slim, good looking. Mm-hmm. The other one I um, I was with before. She was a little chunky. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's somebody I didn't want. I, you know, I already had this person. Yeah. So that's I thought wild. I thought it was this one girl that looked real good mm-hmm. that you know I was trying to get with for a minute. And man, when I tell you I picked her up from work and she came out, I'm like, oh Damn, man, that's man. the wrong person. <laughs> so, so it just blew my whole high, man. Of course. Like, yes, yeah, so I'm like, man, what the? So now all I did was pick this bitch up from work and take her home. <laughs> I was just her ride. Told her I'm the day. You're the Uber for the day. Yeah, man. Before Uber. That's why when you got to save somebody's name with something yes. that describes them, if you even if you don't have the last name, be like Alicia Fat, Alicia Skinny. Yes. <laughs> I agree, man. Or name. What I like to do is put in the name where I met them. Yeah. Like if I met some chick at Best Buy, oh, old girl, Best Buy, <laughs> oh, <laughs> old girl at bar, something that describes where you met them yeah. so you'll know. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, that gets confusing. That, that was the worst feeling, man. Do y'all ever... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Do y'all ever get offended if you ever see what your description is in someone's phone? Have y'all I've, ever seen your description? I've, in I've someone's never phone? seen. It. Yeah. I've never seen mine. I don't wait. I don't think I have. Uh, I think somebody had some goofy name for me once, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I did see that, but I can't remember what it was, so I can't make it funny. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't. I haven't seen any names like. Of myself personally, that were too offensive or anything Dark like crazy. Jasmine. Yeah, no, Skin I anything. <laughs> I remember though. I remember being at like this this like lake house one time, and somebody like a friend. A friend of a friend was calling his boy out. I was like, "Who is dark chocolate something?" And oh, like, <laughs> and I think it was me. Like, I think we were texting, and I was oh, like, "Is damn. that my name?" Like, <laughs> but I've seen like other people. I've seen like my friends name other people things, and I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with that yep. person's name at all. Broke nigga Jake or something. <laughs> <laughs> or don't answer. Yes. <laughs> I, oh, I didn't have Pizza to. Hut. Yes. Y'all call Pizza. Hut is a good one. That's when you cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here. Why is Pizza Hut calling you? Like it's a terrible name. Why would Pizza Hut ever call your phone? Because they I don't know, got an order messed no, because, up. <laughs> no, because if you look through the phone, you ain't gonna look you ain't gonna look through Pizza Hut. Yes. You're gonna keep scrolling. Yeah. To me Ladies do not to ever me that, keep scrolling. Yeah, that's to me that's like putting money in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna look through the Bible. <laughs> for money. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so don't click on But now from people Pizza now Hut. people when they rob houses, they look through them books. Yep. They yeah, they empty them books out. I think the Peace Hug game been exposed too, man. Oh, I think yeah. we're well, the doubt, Yeah, man. the Peace Hug game is over. Mm. No, the we new thing is scam likely. 
scam like oh okay that's okay. the new thing now okay like yeah because i that's get a, a bunch one. of scam likelies okay so if you say the number on the scam likely <laughs> okay this is terrible okay maybe just put a little period at the end so you know it's, it's not a real <laughs> I hate you so much. Anyway, I'm, I'm spending too much you, game. You are spending the game, dog. <laughs> you are exposing the game, but I like it, man. I like it. Um, shoot. Speaking of dating apps, man, I, I let's propose this question real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard, and I'm not, not going to mention names, but a, a person who works in close vicinity to us where we work um, mentioned on something that... His girlfriend is on Bumble. She admitted this to him, but she's only on there to find a friend in Houston because she's new to town. Is this a real thing that women do or is this man getting cheated on? Jasmine, have you had any experience with anybody finding friends on a dating app? Like Bumble? Um, no. (laughs) I've never heard of anybody going on a dating app to meet friends. Um, if you want to meet friends, there are apps for that. There are really real apps for that. Are like, there really apps? No, for there are friends? like meetup apps. Like if you have an interest in a specific, any type yeah, of I interest, like you app. can you can type in any type of interest that you may have, and they have groups that meet up all around the city. So no, she's <laughs> cheating on you. I'm sorry. Wow. Like there's why would she be Bumble? Yeah. Like yeah. apparently there's a BFF option in Bumble. You know is what? It? There is, though. No, you're right. I'm sorry. Yes, no, there is. There hmm. absolutely is. I'm not hip to the Bumble game. I have been on there before, but there, I do remember there being an option of, like, kind of like, I think Tinder asks you the same thing, like, why are you here? And hmm. it, it's, like, relationships, and I think friends is, like, one of them. And then, like, you can you can put yourself in, like, a group, a friend group. I don't know. It's just weird. Why would you use Bumble for this? But, like, you can put yourself in, like, a friend group or something like that. So, never mind. I'll take that back. That that could be. She could really be looking for friends. I don't buy Mm. that because... Because all dating apps ask what you're looking for. Yeah. All of them say, are you looking for a relationship, serious relationship, friends, Mm. Um, networking and all that stuff. All, all them dating apps do that. And yeah, most women will say friends. Yeah. Because they ain't trying like, to You don't like want hoes. to put serious relationships. Yes. Yeah. Some people put friends and networking and all that stuff. And uh, clearly, a site, I mean, a, a app like Bumble or Tinder is strictly trying to hook up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not buying that at all. The, the best way to fix that, though, like if I was this guy, I would get Bumble too. Yes. They say I'm looking for friends yes. too. Yes, that's exactly what yeah. I was gonna say. But Play the game. No. Yeah, because if she if she be like, oh no, why you getting bumble mm-hmm. when she start questioning you like that, mm-hmm. then you know what she about. I'm looking for friends. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise she'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I she's said. looking for your replacement because women have to reach out to men on Bumble. That's true. Mm. Like, wait, men can't BFF reach out to op- women. The BFF option, no. I got to do some research. And maybe you can find women on Bumble. I don't know. We got to we no. got to do some No, it's can't? set no, not to my knowledge it's set up for women to reach out to men. Like so, men have no you can't reach out to a woman without them talking to you first. Oh. Like you have the women the woman if I'm not mistaken unless things have changed the woman has to make the first move. Like the woman has only 24 hours to say something to the guy that that you matched with. But I have to assume women can find women on Bumble. 
for I, lesbians. Well, yeah, I would so, imagine so. I would imagine you could find women on Bumble. We we, we had to do some investigation. Yeah, maybe. but that's but, but yeah. the whole yeah, women can find women on Bumble, but the whole point of Bumble is for the person to take initiative. So I don't think men are really supposed to be in the player seat on Bumble. Like, I think it's more like the men are supposed to be approached on Bumble. Oh, so well, I get what you're saying. Yeah. What you're saying is basically he can't use that excuse because he can't reach out to anybody. Yeah, to he make can't a reach out to anybody. Oh, really? It has to be women All that women. reach out to him. That's what Bumble for? Yeah, oh, unless things that. have changed. I get what you mean. But, like, okay. yeah, he can't reach out to anybody. He has to uh, wait till somebody, like, so he has to tender. go through like people yeah. and then let people like him back before he even has yeah. a conversation. That's yeah, I was true. about to say, all you got to do is just get on another date, a yes. date nap. Get on Tinder and choose the friend option and be like, hey, you know, I'm, lo- I'm just I'm looking, looking for, for friends. friends. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all looking for diseases. Yeah. Hey, she must be looking for the same yeah. thing. Yeah, she's looking for an upgrade, probably. But I look. I, would you buy how, that? I, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. how would y'all feel if y'all significant other so, had a dating app like Bumble or Tinder? On, or saying plenty looking of fish. For friends? Have you ever heard of the Plenty of Fish? Plenty of Fish is old. Oh, I don't yeah. know people still on that. Ratchet. That's old school. Ratchet. That's old school. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's <laughs> Black Planet were around the same time. Really? Gosh. Yeah. It's really? Oh. No wonder. It makes sense. It well, may, I'm guessing you've been on plenty of Yeah, flesh. I've tried it before. Oh my gosh. What like, happened? it is bad. Like, what happened? People you don't even titties. know. Send you, send you dick pics. Like, sir, <laughs> I don't even know you. Like, but, I don't even know anything about you. Like, I didn't even know we were friends. But wait like, a minute. You said that's important. What? The dick size. <laughs> the what? The, you said the dick size, the size is, important is important to you. But so don't, I don't you want to know from you, the get go? Like, you just you gonna get on there and send girls your dick? Yeah. No, that's not okay. <laughs> when if it was like, when if it was like a, a nice size, where you like, okay. No, that's strange to me because <laughs> we didn't even talk. Like, I didn't even talk to you, and I, you just sent me a dick pic. I don't even know anything about you. We haven't exchanged numbers. We haven't talked. We haven't even connected <laughs> on this app. When, like, we didn't even connect on this app. When, the first in, in interaction that I have from you is a dick pic. No, it's that's why I had to get off because I'm when, not here for that. When if you get a dick pic and you kind of. Oh, and you go to the profile, and there's somebody like a Chris Brown. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because if you sent me a dick pic without any interaction, you sending everybody a dick pic and wait, yeah. you going to catch it. Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's disgusting. <laughs> okay, that's actually a pretty good point, because I've always wondered this. Are dicks nasty to y'all yes. or what? Why? They just look gross. I'm really? not a fan. <laughs> 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 so a guy should never send a, a dick pic. I mean, I like had, ever. I just don't care for them. Like, send me something. Like, send me a tease. I don't want to just see your dick. Like, it's too much at the beginning. At the beginning, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah, send me a picture. Be, I, I guess, and it's not really the same thing. But if a woman just sent you a picture of her butt naked first, when I'm like. Can I see yeah. you in clothes first and then take them off? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's the same. I think thing, it's no. a scam, honestly. Yeah, usually when, when a woman just send you some yeah. type of course, yeah, but yeah, yeah you getting uh, catfish at that point. But yeah. whatever. Yeah. I always did wonder. Number one, what the mentality of dudes who just send their dick pics out to women to women randomly? That's a lot of confidence that's or good. something. 
Yeah. I wonder what the success rate of that is. Honestly. Yeah. I gotta be, it's got to be working for somebody. Yeah. So if they keep doing it. Yes. I'm about to if, ask somebody. If y'all send dick pics and it works for you, please let the Gems and Juice podcast know <laughs> and we will shout you out. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time. <laughs> And we will shout you out. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I sent one, man. I can. It wasn't that long ago. But <laughs> do you got like stored up or something? No, I deleted like when... it off my shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. You take one in the moment. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking about saving them because I had some where the angle was hitting just right. <laughs> yeah. Just in case somebody asked, right. then you like boop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Try to act like you took some time to take a picture. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on one second. I probably should have kept them, but I'm always scared of my shit getting hacked or something happening to it. So I Mm. delete mine, but I should have kept a couple just for because I had some where the fucking light was just hitting in the shadows. (laughs) Everything looked good, man. Looked like some Mandingo shit. Uh (laughs) Are y'all ever um, like fearful of if something were to ever happen to you, what your family would see in your phone? No. Or the Uh, messages that that you would have in your phone? No. Uh, Number one, do people actually go through people's dead phones? Absolutely. One one of my coworkers I work with, uh, I guess they went through his phone. I don't know how they got through his phone so easy because he had an iPhone. Mm. But um, I guess he had like naked pictures of uh, chicks and all that shit. He was like an older white dude. He was like like going on close to 50. Mm -hmm. But he had like random pictures of um, girls and like videos and shit. I don't think it was videos of him. Mm. But it was just like Random porn videos in his damn. phone, yeah. so it's just kind of like, damn, man, that was. Was him. he dead? Yeah, he had died. Oh yeah, who cares? He man? died. Well, he no, dead. especially um, due to the cause of death, that they would go through your phone for sure. I guess. Yeah. My, I my worst nightmare was um, before was um, if something happened to me where I'm like in the hospital, mm-hmm. where I can't, you know, they take my phone and shit. And they trying to find out what's happening and they go through my phone and shit. And I'm laying up in the hospital, can't explain shit. That, yep. that used to be my worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like if something like that happened, if I get in a car accident, I'm paralyzed. And yeah. it's just like, damn, she done seen all my shit. I'm not, I'm not worried about somebody going through my phone because I feel like you're an asshole if you go through my pictures and look for shit. Yeah. And that's really usually where you're going to find stuff. I'm more nervous of me looking at porn when something happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the first thing you see when you open up my phone is like, fucking oh, Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's my mama looking at her or some shit. Yeah. That, that would kill me. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, man, I don't care. I mean, everybody do freaky shit, man. Who cares? I'm, I'm, we don't hide our freakiness in 2019 no more, man. Everybody look at porn. It, everybody take dick pics and titty pics and all it, this shit. It, it's a lot of freaky people. I was talking to somebody um, who uh, I think he was like an officer or something, but he, um, I guess he used to be at the funeral homes. And um, you know how they, you know, strip the body and all that stuff. He used to be, he said he used to be like 90 year old women with like nipple piercings and Damn. tattoos on their titties and Ugh. like white women too. Not no, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know. Everybody 90 got years old with a damn what nipple you? rings and Damn. You know, yeah, they had all type of 
Getting that shit in the twenties. Yeah, I guess everybody got some type of freakiness to him. That's wild, man. It was busting it open for fucking for Teddy fuck. Roosevelt or yeah, whoever the fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> whoever or John the fuck. F. Kennedy. Right. <laughs> Elvis. Um <laughs> All right. So let's run down some more topics real quick. Uh some other things happened this week. Less important things, but still worthy of discussion. Um, number one, so ASAP Rocky was actually found guilty for that mm-hmm. case in Sweden. Yeah. No jail time, though. Um, he was scheduled, I think, some kind of suspended sentence, and he also has to pay the victim. That's it. So Yeah. I mean he ain't <laughs> never yeah, he ain't never going back there. Oh hell no, nah, he shouldn't. Yeah. Um, number two. Um, Drake got a tattoo. He really upset white people today or this past week because he got a tattoo. And of course, he actually officially broke the Beatles record for Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 Hits this past week or a couple weeks ago. And he got a tattoo to celebrate. He got a tattoo of the iconic Abbey Road yeah. picture with the Beatles walking across the road. And he put himself ahead of them, waving goodbye to them as he passed them up. Uh, <laughs> people got upset with this. They thought it was disrespectful and yada, yada, yada. Do y'all think this was disrespectful or just Drake being Drake? I think it's just Drake being Drake. What other tattoos are weird on him? A All lot. of them. Yes. So I whatever. Whatever. Yeah, he, he got a crazy collection of tattoos. Yes. Yeah. Suspect a little bit. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Then he had a, a, a tattoo of a pumpkin too, or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A pumpkin. Yeah. Maul's reaction when he found out that Drake had was a hilarious. pumpkin tattoo was one of the funniest podcast moments ever. I've never right. heard. I never heard it. It I was didn't know hilarious. He had a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. odd. Yeah, I guess that's the whole October very own thing. Whatever. Uh, yeah. That's still corny as hell. Yeah. So but, Yeah. Yeah. But do, would y'all be mad? Do y'all think people should be mad about this? No. I don't think so. It's their personal it's, they doing that on their body. How you gonna be mad at the tattoo well, somebody? Let's else say unless let's, it was like a racist tattoo or something. Let's say Justin Bieber got a tattoo of him like moonwalking past <laughs> Michael Jackson <laughs> because he had more records sold than Michael Jackson. Wouldn't we be mad at that too? Yeah, I, th- I think people will See, be mad at it. Yeah. I would think that was is very comical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know how people are, man. Like if it's not affecting them, then you know exactly you know they don't have a problem with it It, whole shit with the cabinet shit (laughs) i mean not the cabinet but the jay-z shit like people was perfectly fine with jay-z doing what he did Mm -hmm. but um they they was upset with kanye jim brown all this other shit for trying to do the same shit and talk to trump so i mean i don't know people pick and choose they do that is hilarious I just feel like I'm not a Beatles fan at all, but I think this shit's corny, honestly. Oh. To to tattoo yourself walking ahead of the Beatles, this would be fine to have like art on your wall, wall. or something, maybe yes. in your personal home to be like, yeah, I beat the Beatles. But to put it on your arm, that's just yeah. I don't know. It's lame a lot to of me. people who surpass legendary artists, exactly. And but it, yeah. it's it's a cheesy like thing said, to do. It, this tattoo collection is. 
kind of cheese. Yeah. So. I think all of his tattoos could have been artwork versus That's true. being on his body. That's true. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. His tattoos are weird. But whatever. And they're never like they're not in cohesive places either. They're just kind of randomly all over his body. Yeah, they're they're her, hiding the surgery marks, probably. Mm. You know, so. <laughs> don't do that. Well, Aubrey's little... abs are real. Uh, you okay? think? Wait, wait, wait. You really think so? I don't know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> did we be, have this discussion? We did. Yeah. With Cecil Shorts. Those oh, abs yeah, are yeah, fake, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Now, that rumor been out, and this plenty of fact now. Like he has fake abs. Who cares? Whatever. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw Figgy link this, and let's get your opinion on this, Jasmine. Yeah. Complex ranked Travis Scott's project from worst to best. Mm-hmm. And let's go ahead and read that list real quick. Number six, meaning the worst. Huncho Jack, Jack Huncho. I one hundred percent agree. Okay, me too. Number five, I don't even know what this is. It's a Al Pharaoh. It was, on, 2013. it was the first album he had. Well, I don't even know if it's a real album, but with Grand Hustle when he was first getting started. That's okay. the, the one he won Kylie over with. Oh, wow. <laughs> is it? Yeah, she used to listen to, out, like, I think this is one of her yeah, favorite albums, honestly. She used to listen to, have Travis, like, on her stories and stuff all the time. Paul Wall's on this album? Damn. Yeah. Okay. ASAP Ferg. And it was that bad? Really? Is this his it second was, worst no, project? I don't, I... I'm not but, a fan, but I honestly but, am not that in tune but, with it. I, yeah. I've I've listened to it a couple times, but it's not one that I've visit, revisited. Okay. Let, yeah, let's go through them real quick and then have her rank them. Okay. Birds in a Trap sing McKnight, number four. Mm. Number three, Rodeo. Number two, Afterworld. Number one, Days Before Rodeo. I agree with Days Before Rodeo being number one. Um. To Astro World, I think Astro World and D- Days Before the Rodeo are are tied. I I w- I want to say Astro World only because of the production, mm-hmm. um, the Got time it took. Yeah, and just like the 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 production and the time it took to to make that album is why I would say it would rank higher. But um, yeah, I definitely think birds and birds seeing McTrap is before rodeo. It goes de- okay. Number one is days before the rodeo. Number two is Astro World. Number three is birds in the trap. Number four is rodeo. Number five is um, Al Faro. Yeah. And number okay. six is the Honcho album. Okay. Okay. So, so you pretty agree. yeah you pretty yeah. much switch rodeo I just switch rodeo and, and days and, birds in the yeah, trap. Yeah, they wrong for that, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. 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 So it's kind of accurate, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I think we did this before too, though. Before they put this article out, I think we had all like talked. Maybe off, I think off we, air. I think we. I asked you if you think that, or I think I asked you what, what, his, what best his, his best album is. Um, and I think that spun into a whole thing. Yeah. His whole thing. Days but. before the rodeo for sure. But even though that's a mixtape. Okay. Um. And last up, Katy Perry is on that screen for allegedly two separate sexual assaults <laughs> cases. Yeah. Um, and they're only highlighting two, but if you read some of these articles, they're men- they mention more than more than just those two that yeah. I wasn't even aware of. Apparently, it was a man in the uh, the first case, a guy who was on a, her video set, and the second one was a female in Russia. 
Oh, shit. I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. who was getting harassed at an industry party and saying that Katy Perry was trying to kiss her and touch her and all this stuff. So, <laughs> I mean. She kissed the girl. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, are we applying the same energy here? Is uh, Of course not. <laughs> should yeah. we? Uh-huh. Should we? Uh, I think I think so. Okay, but, you know it's not about to happen like that. Okay, are we ever gonna take female sexual harassment seriously? No, <laughs> I don't think so. No, oh, I really wow. don't because okay. we oh, we always overlook it. We yeah. overlook when a, a man gets sexually harassed. You see, Terry Crews was the butt of all jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was a, you know. Literally. I, yeah, I thought he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, I mean, I thought he was brave for even coming out like nah, that. he was a hoe. He should have kept that to himself. No! <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what, you know, that's. Yeah. Uh, that's why, you know. He, people don't come out. That's why, yeah. yeah, you can't. So, yeah. I think it's unfortunate. But it's a double standard. Mm-hmm. I think that, and men are the main reason why it's a double standard. Because yeah. if a man never came out and said, yeah, this woman sexually harassed me, she tried to kiss me and touch me, everybody would be like, what's wrong with that? And yeah. what, what about like, physical abuse? Physical? Yeah. Uh, the I same think, thing. It's the same thing. Because you're like, like why nigga, you all you gotta do is hold her yeah. down. Because that's, that's uh, Ashley and I had this conversation about, um, not Orlando Bloom, the other guy. The other guy. He plays everything. Johnny Depp. Okay. Him and his ex-wife. Yeah. Um, how she was alleging that he was abusing her. And then time, you know, he never said anything. He never spoke out against any of it. And then time went on um, and things started coming out. And the report started coming out that she was actually the abuser and mm-hmm. he was the victim. Mm-hmm. But he never said anything. Or never, you know, never changed the narrative or never tried to fight her against the narrative that she was painting of him. So do y'all think that men also keep things quiet like that? Like, I, what would you be your reasoning for him not saying anything? Uh, He's a Hollywood movie star, number one. Yeah. He probably just didn't even want that press at all or to be in that. And number two, like, he's kind of an action star in a way. People ain't going to see Captain Jack Sparrow if they know he getting beat by a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it, it affects his stardom, too. I, so I think he wanted to keep that secret. I, I, I think it was more of a uh, he probably wanted to protect her. That, too. Probably. He probably, you know, because, guys, even though we go through that type of stuff, we still don't want you to be the victim yeah. or the bad person. So we just kind of brush it off a little bit and not say nothing. Yeah. I think that, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what it is. Johnny Depp's life is crazy. He has a ton of money and he got, he's wasted it all. He spent it all. Like he has serious problems with money finances. Really? Somehow. Yeah. yeah. He spent, uh, he blew all his money. Him and like Nick Cage are some of the worst. Like just wasting money on goofy shit, buying an island and fucking renting. All- it's wild. Yeah, because he made so much money off them fucking parts of the Caribbean movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wild. But it's a good problem to have. Um, is there anything else we're missing on this oh, podcast? Um, I don't. Y'all probably don't care. Actually, I know you don't care. But did anybody watch Normandy's video? Normandy, she used to be in Fifth Harmony. She was the only black member of Fifth Harmony. And um, mm-hmm. Camila Cabello, she okay. ended up being the like breakout 
solo star and mm. her career kind of has fizzled out just because she doesn't do as well live as mm. um, she sounds on a record. And Normandy is now the break. Like now she, this is considered her first solo record. She's been on a lot of features, but apparently I haven't seen the video yet, but there's so much like talk about how great this video is and like icons like Missy Elliott, like okay. Sierra, like I said Sierra's icon. I mean, but anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> um, but like really like, you know, dance figures or just people that are real respected, like women in, in hip hop and R&B, they've just been praising her. And I think Chili, too. I saw a video of Chili like dancing not too long ago. But um, yeah, apparently it's just really good. So I want to check it out. And if y'all haven't checked it out, I think y'all should, too, because apparently okay. she's like the next Beyonce. Whoa, based on whoa, this whoa, yeah whoa, no whoa. no yeah no i'm you serious were just invited to the rock nation brunch you about to get that rsvp decline no no no, no. <laughs> i'm saying like she like walking in her footsteps like type of thing like That's she's still apparently treachery. apparently she's really great I, but again i will say again please do not revoke my rock nation invitation yeah, i have not gosh. seen this video There's yet only one queen <laughs> Right. I have not queen. seen this video yet. So basically, but. she's like the Naturi Naughton of whatever <laughs> fucking No! Adrian Babel. Well, I guess. Because Naturi the way you wasn't. Look at it. She wasn't the lead singer of 3LW, but then she became the breakout star afterwards. So. Yeah. When did she become the breakout star? Power? Well, I guess when she's. Uh, a biggie. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, the yeah. I'm gonna say, movie. far as acting, so I guess it was more okay. acting than what okay. music. So yeah, fair enough. I was about to say, did she have an album or something? I, okay, I see. She what She probably saying. did. But yeah, no, yeah, okay, I, I, no, I see what she's saying. Okay, because yeah. Adrian Baylong, I mean, she was the lead singer, but I mean, she's on. Either way, both careers didn't follow okay. through musically. But yeah, yeah, I think y'all should look, check it out. I'm gonna check it out. Maybe after we finish this. Okay. So yeah. also, I recommend checking out the Doja Cat video featuring Tyga. There's hmm. a lot of ass in that video. What nice, is it called? Uh, Juicy. Uh, I think. Yeah. I don't care about what anybody says. Tyga, I love Tyga now. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people do. They, I do. <laughs> I, I kind of accept him for what he is, man. Yeah. Like he that whatever. dude that rap about fly shit and women. Yeah. Fly what shit, women. His fly LA hair. life. So, uh, yeah, like, everything he rap about is what he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, f- fucking all type of women, we don't even know who they are for real until a couple years later. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, interesting, too, like, how during the whole Kardashian uh, era that he had, you would hear about all these financial issues that Tiger was having or, like, all this money issues. And, like, now you don't hear shit about anything. Like, you don't hear him owing money on it. Like, it's just crazy and just very um, eye-opening how the media shifts when you stop dealing with certain people. I think it's more so when you start making hits again. Mm, you know, that, he's telling me not a joke anymore. That's true. People are jamming to his shit. So that's true. It helps. That perm. I mean, well, he don't have a perm, but that when that flat iron with the curls mm-hmm. is something funny to me. Like I think that is hilarious. Why you like it or think it looks terrible? I think it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about <laughs> I it, but it's yet. hilarious. Is like, it better or worse than Chris Brown's video on the no? Or it's hair better. No, okay. Yeah. I. I would not date anybody with hair like that. Okay. Like, that would 
flat iron their hair and have it with like looking better than mine like no we can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like it better than Chris Brown's hair like I don't know what he's doing right now and I'm not okay. a fan yeah yeah that's wild <laughs> anything else uh, we're missing did y'all see the free meek duck I haven't seen it yet okay I ain't gonna I feel like it's too soon after to make a documentary about that whole thing. I want to see it, but at the same time, I'm like, can we let a couple years go by before we make the it's, Meek Mill? It's really interesting, man. Like, mm-hmm. it, like after me watching it, it showed me how. I mean, I already knew the system was fucked up, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how much this judge had it out for Meek and um, all the dirty cops, all the roles they played in it. It was really good, man. Like I, I, I recommend it. I'm gonna check it out. And uh, that that was the other thing too. What made me kind of like Nikki a little bit because they showed some um, videos of them together at that time. Yeah. And she was just like a cool ass down chick. Mm-hmm. She got him a rolly, <laughs> and she was just like, "Here you go." And she was just smiling, and it like that. That was a low key a good couple. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm like, damn, Nikki might be cool for real. Yep. But, but yeah, check it out. I'm gonna yeah, check it out. Check it out, and we can probably discuss it. I'm gonna check it out. I'll probably put that on the agenda this week. Um, I I don't think I've seen any new movies or anything. I can't think of nothing. Uh, mm. the fucking I want to see the Dolomite movie with Eddie Murphy really bad. Oh yeah, me oh. too. Mm. Also, new Dave Chappelle special. Coming August 26th. You excited? Really? I That's am. like next week. Yeah, two I know. Weeks. Yeah. Surprise yeah. drop. On Netflix? <laughs> yes. Hmm. Okay. I'm excited for it. So we'll we'll Damn. peep that in the next when few the, weeks. Eddie Murphy. I, I need to check. I think that's coming out Is that out coming out in theaters? Too. No, well, or, or it said a select run in theaters and then Netflix. So basically just Netflix. Okay. I mean, I'm excited about that. That is coming out on. I can't even see the release date. Is there a release date? Uh, I don't fucking know. Sometime <laughs> soon, man. We uh, but yeah, it looks really good. Eighty Murphy. Um, late twenty nineteen. There's no solid date, so okay. Sometime soon. Okay. So, I think that's it, man. Yeah. We don't hit everything. Yeah. Through I was about every- to say you want to throw in a uh, question from our guy Versatiles from. We'll Versatiles. do it next time, man. I yeah. gotta take a piss. So <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> we will. Answer. I meant to say it a little earlier. Yeah, no, yeah. it's all it's all good, man. Uh, we'll get you next time, uh, Versatile Sports, and your questions you got for us. Um, but until then, until next time, for my boy Figgy at the Figgy Fig on all social media platforms. For Jasmine Bass, Bass, how, how do you say it? It's Bass, right? Yes. Jasmine Bass uh, at Chitty Chitty Bass. That's a straight 90s name, by the way. So wait, why what? do you call it Chitty Chitty Bass, but your name is Bass? Because Bass was a play on DJing. It's but why don't you just DJing. call your, why don't you just say your middle, your last name is Bass, or Bass? Because it's not. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> Jasmine Bass. It's spelled the same, right? Yeah. See, why not just go by bass? I'm Jasmine Bass. It's a disrespect to my daddy. Why? That's not his name. It's the same thing, though. <laughs> the pronunciation just changed. Like Donald Trump is now Donald Trump. Just switch it up a little bit. But Wait. that's all good. 
I didn't hear the that's change. A, that's a whole nother thing. But oh, okay. Anyway, at Chitty Chitty Bass on all social media platforms. I am at Ryan.Rocket on Instagram, the Ryan Rocket on Twitter, and we are the Gems and Juice Podcast, y'all. Till next time.